intro because i've just been trying to switch it up starting it off with a song by an artist that we do a intro song by an artist that uh you guys may not know or or, or one that ha- might not have a lot of recognition then we do the world premiere in the middle and then we do a new one at the end i'm giving all shout out to new artists i'm trying to show love so if you want your song played on the bros who think podcast submit your song today to bros who think at outlook.com bros who think is all capitalizations but that new song was courtesy of the boy himself back to the pod this week. My guy, Mr. Doom. Doom, how you doing? That song was fire. Tell the people a little bit when they're going to be able to get that because that was an exclusive to the pod. Hopefully we dropping it this week. I, I meant to drop it this past week, but, you know, I was I was down there in Louisiana. I didn't have my computer with me. But uh, we got to get that out ASAP because Delta killed that. Huh, you... You and Delta did y'all's thing. That shit was super, super hard. Super, super hard. Also, Delta has the world premiere this week with, uh, we had, well, it's a, it's a Grease freestyle. It's a, if you heard the Drake leak song, he took the beat of that and, and killed it. We're going to talk more about that Drake song in a little bit. But yeah, Doom, how you enjoyed your time back? How you enjoyed your time back in Louisiana, brother? Man, it was good, man. I will say this. Y'all niggas don't give two shits about Corona. Don't say y'all niggas. That's that's them Louisiana <laughs> niggas, bro. They they just wildin', bro. They don't care. They go to the bars. They do all kind of shit. Uh, it, it's just it's nuts. Yeah, man. But I'm not gonna cap. I was risking it all for some billies, bro. I mm. went in that 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 line was mad long, but I had to get my billies. I think I might have ate billies every day except for one when I was down there. Real, that's your that's your favorite Real shit from here. Man, that shit is pressure, bro. No, pressure. look, I ain't I ain't mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. So you got to see your family and everything. Yup, yup. Better chill with my daughter, see my mom and my sister. Hell yeah! How was it seeing your little girl? It was good, man. I don't get to see her as much as I like to in person, but you know. Nah, but I get. But you got to. You got to see what was good, and 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 that's that's good. You got to see her, and, and you know, spend the Fourth of July with her, pop some fireworks. Cause I must yeah. say, Lafayette was going nuts with the fireworks. Yeah, for real, for real. I was over there by Fade Crib. Uh, me, him, and Chris was kicking it, and bro, I thought niggas was letting off explosions. They had to have the illegal shits, cause that shit sounded crazy. Bro, literally, 
I told my girl and I and I told her I wasn't gonna say this on the pod, but it don't matter because like I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm, I'm gonna just expose myself, <laughs> bro. I was in the store. This was like two days before Fourth of July, and you know niggas in Lafayette start popping fireworks two days before. So I'm in the store, mask on, getting my getting my stuff, getting ready to go home and cook, bro. I swear it was like a a boom boom. I literally jumped dude to the left and I literally checked my sides. I was seeing if I got bust because, bro, I swear it sounded like a fucking gun. I was so, I was just scared out of my mind that day. That shit was nuts. But yeah, man, 4th of July, I ain't celebrate that shit. All I did was make, cook a little, grill a little bit, but I wasn't celebrating, you know, because yeah. you know how our people not free. <laughs> That's a fact. That's, That's the truth. Fact. But speaking of, we're going to talk politics real quick and then we're going to get into other pop culture news. Bro. How do you feel about Kanye West? I'm, I'm a little he bit, running for president. I'm a little bit torn in in two different ways. Cause I hear I hear the whole conspiracy thing that um basically Trump's getting them to run to pull black votes away from Biden so he can have a, a clearer victory, which would kind of be logical to me. Like I could see how people think that, but the non-conspiracy side of me, I feel like Kanye always been one of those niggas since the beginning of time where people have told him like, yo, you can't do that shit. Or they, they cap him at a certain limit. And then he's tried it and he's actually done it and been successful at it. And do so you, do you honestly think he would be, he would, he could be successful at this? No, I don't, okay. I don't think that he could be a, a, a good president. I don't think that, but I do admire the fact that he says, this is something I want to try and I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? I admire that part of it. I don't think he'd win the election. Like I'm not. Yeah. My thing but, is, is even like it's, and I know you said conspiracy theory, but even if it's not that, you know what I mean? Like, let's say it's just, it's just him running. No matter what, it's taking away votes and, and uh, giving more giving more votes to Trump because people aren't voting for Biden. That's just the way it is because we set up in a two party system. It's just it, it it sucks, but that's how it is. And I see a lot of people on the internet discussing, well, why don't we get out of the two party system? Why don't we try to just vote green, do this and that? I understand on paper that sounds good, and I don't like the two party system either. But for every young person that's going to go and vote for Joe, Johannesson, Kanye West, or whatever third party candidate independent you're going to vote for, you do realize you're contributing to Trump winning. That's all that is, because Trump's base going out and vote. It's all of us, the young people, the black people and the independents that are like, if we band together and vote for Biden, we will get him out. But that's the thing. Our choice is only Biden. And I hate Biden, but like. It's the lesser two evils. Yeah, it it would be an improvement for Trump, but it's still oh, really, it still sucks. It's still really fucking bad, bro. And it's crazy because like I haven't seen anybody, anybody, not one person, like come up with any type of super Biden support. It's more of we just hate Trump so much that Biden is our guy, and that's you know? what it is. That's how it is with me. And look, my whole thing with the Kanye thing, I tweeted about this and I know people were like, if y'all think Kanye running just to take votes away from Biden, you crazy. But even if that's not his intention, that's what's going to happen. As well as I don't think, and I don't think he's even going to run because it's, 
he's too late to register in certain states as an independent, so he won't get the full votes. And it doesn't right. make any sense to do that if you're going to do that now. You got to do that the next time. But even then, like you said, he wouldn't make a good president. But like you, I do admire the idea of doing what you set your mind to. But still, now is not the time. And this feels like a rollout for our album because we do know he has the Dr. Dre and him project coming. And if this is just a rollout, bro, you can't toy with our people, with the struggle we're going through right now, and with this being a rich nigga, like, yeah, I want to try this, because maybe you and Trump are cool and that don't affect you, but that affects a lot, a lot of people right. in the world. And Especially since he just even... pulled us out of the, not to cut you off, but especially since he just pulled us out of the World Health Organization and during right. a fucking pandemic like an idiot. Yeah. I, I don't even think that he'll actually run. Because like you said, he's already missed the deadline for a few states. One of those states being his home state, Illinois, which would really fuck him up. You know what I mean? I think, honestly, is what you just said is just a rollout. He always has some shit. And right after he announced that, he dropped the Ty Dollar single the next yep. week. And that's, so, and that's bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah. You can't do that. Like, you can't yeah. toy with our people like that. You yeah. First, you did the MAGA hat. You did all that shit last year. You said slavery was a, was, wasn't a choice. Like, you said it was a choice and all this nonsense. And now you're doing this for a rollout? Yeah. See, if, if he don't actually run, I don't mind it, though. Because he's been saying yeah. that. It's not his first time saying that. He if he don't run, run, that's the thing. He, he, he yeah. can't run. If but if he, he does... Run, yeah, if his name is actually on the ballot, then yeah, he he really... But I don't see Kanye as that kind of dude. I think he's more of, I say shit for shock value, but he's not going to actually be out there hurting people. Because I know that's an unpopular opinion, but I still believe that Kanye is one of those niggas for the people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's one of those rich niggas that just forgot where he came from. Like, I don't think he would hurt... Because that would really hurt the black community. Because I it know would, he would... Bro. He would draw a lot of black votes. And that, and that's something that I think is a problem, not only with our people, but our generation, because it's a problem with black people, but it's a problem with young people, too. We got to stop looking to these celebrities as the people that are going to lead us through change. Like, that's not their job. There are people in media voices that that like what we do that are, are people that articulate things and articulate and, and show you people that are supposed to be those people. There are black people right now going to college, getting law degrees, getting political science degrees that are learning, that are trying to help. And those are the people we should be behind. There are people who get PhDs in this shit already that are older. Those are the people we should get behind. It's not the Kanye West or the 50 cents or the Lil Wayne. Like what do those dudes have to be our lead? Like T.I. Bro, there's no reason why T.I. should be a leader for black people. Right. Especially T.I. But now and what they need to do is use their power to put the people that we already talked about in position to where, okay, now we learn about these people and it's like, okay, I'm using my celebrity to show that I fuck with these people. Maybe we should give these people a chance. That's what they should do. Right. That's exactly it. I think they should use their celebrity to push relevant information to people. Because the, like... And and not just black people, like just all Americans people, yeah, whole, in general. Like I don't feel like we really care about shit that matters a lot. Like especially like, our generation. That's that's yeah. what that like. I'm not gonna say old people because I know my mama, your mama, Chris's mama, everybody, mama, and their grandparents know what the fuck is going on. It's us, right? 
And and what's crazy though, bro, is like, I don't even think it's just our generation. Like, I think it's just American culture for us to always feel like the system we have set up is indestructible. Like, you know, you might have somebody that you don't like in, in office, but it'll never get too bad. Like, they don't realize that like, Yo, there's there's other countries, and like I'm not talking about third world fucked up countries. I'm talking about like you know global powerhouses that they're living fucked up because of their political choices. You know yep. what I mean? No, and their facts. political systems, and that shit could happen here. Like I don't think people realize how fragile the system actually is. But this goes back to that, that conversation. This goes back to that conversation that me and you had before you went on your vacation about how empires fall. The system right. is built to, for us to think that the American empire would never fall. But if we keep going about this craziness, like look at it right now, we're almost in a depression, almost all time high, all time high in unemployment. We got a pandemic. Now the shit about the rent shit is, is about to get out the door. So we about to see a lot of people homeless. We're at a very fragile state in this country. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think we really at the beginning of seeing shit get really, really bad. And that's why I'm like, saying really uh, bad, bro. people like Kanye running for president doesn't help, as well as Trump getting us out of the World Health Organization. That doesn't help. Also, got to say on this pod, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor, rest in peace to Elijah McCain, get justice for those two individuals. I don't know if you saw over the weekend, they had a picture of the police reenacting the Elijah McCain killing right after they did it, just joking around. And then the, the lady police chief saw that and they fired the people. Nah, not only firing, they need to be under the fucking jailhouse because that's them clowning about the fucking killing. That's bullshit. And that goes back to why we need to get rid of qualified immunity because if qualified immunity wasn't in, those police officers would be under the jailhouse right fucking now. And, and Breonna Taylor, the FBI just needs to investigate that shit because that's some deep conspiracy shit going on over there. Yeah, I, I really don't understand what's taking so long. I have no idea what's taking so long, bro. Like, I can't even wrap my mind around it's all fucking disgusting shit that has to be going on for it to go this far and still... Only every- one dude f- fired. Not everybody. Yeah. Just one. That's the... It's bullshit, and, and, bro. Fired is not enough. It's not it, even... Oh, no. Really enough, bro. I, 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 I agree with you. But my thing no. is, I agree with you 1,000%, and they need to be going to jail. But the fact that only one of them is fired right now and the other one's making money, that's bullshit. That's right. fucking bullshit. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Justice for Elijah McCain. Justice for George Floyd, because those people haven't gone to trial yet. And I'm, I'm so serious. I'm just letting people know if these things go to trial and they don't come back guilty. It's going to be some fucked up shit happening. And there's yeah, nothing bro. y'all can say that can make me believe that, like, rioting and looting, I was upset with before. But if these things don't come back, it's like we tried to use the justice system. What else can we do? Yeah. At that point, I, I can't argue it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit is crazy, man. I, I hope shit change soon because I really see like just society, American society going to a weird spot, bro. At least for a couple of years, man. And we got to fix it. Yeah, bro. Like this, this unemployment about to be done with. Like you said, the shit that was protecting people from their rent, that's about to be done with. But jobs ain't opening up. Shit is not changing as far as the economy. 
And Congress need to get out of that vacation because apparently they looking to re-up everything. And like, I think it might actually happen. They talking about a second stimulus check, talking about a second rent, you know, uh, break and whatnot. And we got to, they're on vacation right now. And they're trying to, if they do it in August before they go on their second vacation, then I think we'll be okay. But if they, they can't go on two vacations before they handle some of this business. Republicans and Democrats got to put that shit aside and come together for the American people. But yeah. being that you're in the military, me and Brooklyn talked about this last week, or formerly of the military. I want to ask you, because I said that I revere our military very wholeheartedly. I have one of my best friends from kindergarten, like my brother. He's in the military now. Two of my good friends just went in the military. Yourself was in the military. How do you feel about the report that came out that Trump didn't say anything, didn't condemn, hasn't talked about the fact that Stalin was putting bounties on American soldiers for when they went to Afghanistan and having those people kill him and he was paying them off and our president hasn't said anything. The FBI and the CIA tried to tell him about it. He just ignored it. Bro, honestly, like I wish I had some kind of grand answer, but it's like, I'm really not surprised. Like that's Mm -hmm. part of the reason why I separated is because you immediately can feel like if you're one of those people, like I was just regular enlisted person in the military like you you know that you're not really valued you know what i'm saying like literally bro like and i'm saying i've i've witnessed this somebody i know deployed didn't make it home there was no you know big real serve, fucks yeah. given they just stuck somebody in his chair the next day and shit went on you know what I mean? And once I realized that, like, yo, you could really... You're just a number. Like, yeah, you can, you can really die, bro. And not saying that what people in the military do isn't noble, because, like, I really respect the fuck out of anybody who can do 20 years in the military. Yeah, you know? yeah, you put your life on the line for your country yeah. and your countrymen. That's real service. Yeah, it is. And uh, for me, though, like, and I guess it's kind of a negative on me in this situation, but it's like... I thought and saw too much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just yeah. pay attention to certain shit and I'm like, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I definitely think a lot of people in the military, they they have good intentions with what they're doing. But as far as like how that relates to like how Trump and the government feels about service members, they can give two fucks. We, we've see- seen it, what, what happened with old girl at... Um, yeah. Oh, that shit is so sad, man. And they oh. still don't even know what's going on with that. Oh, that shit I don't think we ever really... gonna find the public not gonna find out about that justice because what people don't realize the military handles their own. Like there's a military prison. They they have their own lawyers and whatnot. If, if it happens, it's gonna be a leak. But we are not gonna find out nothing about that. It, and bro, it's it's fucking crazy because it was more than obvious that the base tried to cover that cover shit up. It up for the longest because of they didn't want the bad PR. Like they want everybody to think that the military is just this like, oh, you join it. This is the most noble thing you can do. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. You saw the inside. That's why I can't, I can't judge you for what you said. And and no one listening to this pod can judge you because you were there. You saw what it was really like. Yeah. And you were, you were that just a average everyday soldier. Yep. And it like it's just so hard because a lot of people that I feel like and I don't wanna offend like, anybody say yeah. anything fucked up because I don't wanna get be misinterpreted, but it's like a lot of people they join with like 
nothing but positive reasons. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everything in their mind is like, yo, I'm doing this for the Yeah, they're doing group. it for yeah, for the great you know they're, I mean? they're they're joining with a with a sense of a sense of purpose, a sense of of honor about it. And they feel and they right. go in with preconceived notions. Right. And and for me at least, the longer I was in, the longer the more I realized that it wasn't it, what you it, thought about that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it really wasn't about that. And nobody can blame me for that. Yeah, it's a lot of little political bullshit, but it's like you you see certain things and it's just I guess I'll just leave it at that. It's not what they paint it to be. One hundred percent. And that's why I just wanted to ask you how you felt about that, because that really upset me knowing yeah. the knowing how people like yourself put your lives on the line and our own president could give two shits and let other nations put bounties on y'all that's fucking bullshit to me if you're upset about Kaepernick not kneeling for the not standing for the flag and the uh uh, uh, uh the star spangled banner or the the national anthem then you need to be livid and ready to be ready to storm the white house that Trump hasn't talked about this i'm going to say this every week because conservatives out there who 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 listen to this pods you're being a hypocrite you are if you're upset about Kaepernick still and you're talking about kneeling and you're talking about looters and rioters and how this is unpatriotic un-american all this shit blue lives matter all lives matter well if all lives matter what about those troops like why aren't we talking about that why aren't y'all upset about Trump about that I understand y'all look at Trump with rose colored glasses but it's time to be honest with yourselves right and that, and that's just how I feel about that. Let's get to some pop culture shit just to take the take the edge off real quick. We'll start off with the the biggest like uh, I guess letdown news is Dave Portnoy was we found out that he said the n word in in some of his his episodes, some of his content. And he was like I'm uncancelable, blah blah blah. He didn't really apologize for it. He was just kind of saying how it was a bit. But to me, I I respect what Dave Portnoy built, but that's where it crosses the line. Like if you can't acknowledge where you said something wrong, anytime I say something wrong on this podcast or say something that offends anybody, even though I don't, I, I'll come in and apologize because I admit when I'm wrong. And the fact is, if you can't admit when you're wrong, that just shows that you're really not about growth. You're really not about anything. It's just about this making money and you really don't care about black people. Yeah. I guess I might have a wild take on this one, but I feel like after listening to the clip in the context of how he was going about it, I can see where he was going with it. Like it was definitely from a place of like joking. Like I, I don't think he was like, you know, calling people niggers and all yeah. this shit. But I will say. That don't give him the right to say it. Yeah, especially in this climate that we in. You know what I mean? I don't know when that it. It was a couple ended. years ago, but still, bro. Like, oh, it was a couple years ago. All right. Yeah. So yeah, that that actually helped his case a little bit in my book. But I will say, you have to be prepared for the reaction when you do shit like that, because he he knew that that shit wasn't going to just. Fly. And every black person reacts to it differently. That's what I tell white people. It's like, I'm. It, I may react differently than someone else, but you got to be able to deal with how I react as well as how that man that might punch your fucking teeth out going to react. Yeah. And and that's great because I know I get a lot of like shit because I had a, a friend, a non-black friend that would say nigga around me all the time. But I literally, I grew up with this person since we was young as fuck. 
like this nigga came through the same struggle that I did. Mm-hmm. Had a, you know, grew up in the same area as me. Like, and I you know people didn't he, fuck with that. Yeah, like yeah, I no, I know. Didn't come from a place of hate towards me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I also let him know, like, bro, not everybody you, like me. And a nigga knock your lights out, like I'm not taking up for you because yeah. you gotta understand why people feel a certain way about that. You know what I mean? I and, always said that to to my and, and look, I never had any, none of my close friends said it, but I've had people around me say it, of course. And and sometimes I react, sometimes I don't. It's just you know, it, it's like what you said. If I can tell you mean it with hate, that then like yo, then like then we got a problem. But like you said, I can't. I'm not standing up for you if some. If the next black man next to me want to beat your ass, he going to whoop your fucking ass. And I'm not doing yeah, shit. That's like, that's I, that don't have nothing to do with me. Your ass shouldn't have said that because you know what it is. That's a fact. So I, that, I think that's where he was coming from. And he was a little ignorant. Like, I think he one of those white people that probably never really been around black people, like real black people. Yep. And Because what he was doing, he was playing music and like, repeating the lyrics because he thought the way they said nigga was funny. You know what I mean? So yeah. I get the the comedic angle that he was taking, but it's like, come on, man. You can't be completely insensitive to... Exactly. Music. And it just... I wonder how Gilly and... uh What's Gilly Potten the name that he did a podcast with? The guy that got out of prison. I think... I, I want to... It's not Wayno, but it's something like that. Whatever Gilly's partner is in his podcast, I wonder how they feel because they work for bar stools. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, shit. I never thought about that. They yeah. Do. And I and I don't think Gilly said anything because usually I would see if Gilly said something. Oh, Wallow. Yes. I, I wonder how Wallow and Gilly feel about that. That's going to be something interesting that I want to see coming in the future. But Portnoy, I'm not cool with it. Like I said, I used to, I, I still respect what you did as a businessman, but as a businessman and someone who does this type of stuff, you got to be able to admit when you're wrong. Like, it can't be all ego all the fucking time. Like, yeah. I, I get, and I agree that cancel culture, there's a problem with it, but like, there's a difference between cancel culture and being insensitive and you as being fucking insensitive and yeah. ignorant, like you said, Doom. Yeah. But let's get to some music. We got some music to get to. First off, before we start talking about the beef, rest in peace to Doom's boy, Pop Smoke, man. Pop dropped his new album. Doom, I'm going to let you get into it. How you felt about it, brother? Man, I love that shit. Man. I knew you would. And when I heard it, I was Hard. like, I was like, look, I know Doom going to fuck with this. Hard, man. Every day I'm mad they took that nigga from us, bro. He was, he was on the way. He was on the way. He was one of, and bro, I'm saying this as a nigga, like, I don't fuck with 98% of the new rap out there. Like, I'm just not a rap guy no more. Like, I'm starting to lean into, I realize, and not even purposely. Like, I just started paying attention to the shit that I'm playing. It's just we listen more to and R&B. That's just what it is. R&B, that's what I rock with, bro. But, like, Pop Smoke album, that was a solid-ass album. Solid-ass album, bro. The, the track with 50, <laughs> fucked with it heavy. The woo, no, that's no. my shit, bro. I gotta say, I wasn't, and you, and we talked about this before. You know how I felt about this. I was lukewarm on Pop Smoke, but I gotta admit, this album had some fucking bangers. Like you said, the woo, the West Coast shit with Tiger and Quavo. Ooh, oh, that shit is hard. Uh, enjoy yourself, mood swings. I fuck with Make It Rain. I fuck with uh, Aim for the Moon with Quavo. I fuck with the song with Lil Baby. This is hard, bro. And then the mini men shit. 
Yep. Now, now I'm gonna I'm ask you this. This is this is a question that I was saving for the pod. All right, Ben. Do you think that? Well, first, let me ask if you remember the the song "Gangsters." Did you hear uh, that one? Let me look. It's on this album. Yeah, the one that let just me dropped. See. Let me see, "Gangsters." I gotta see which number where it come after. Yeah, five. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, I don't know if you remember the intro. There's an intro on that song. I think if Pop Smoke was still alive, we would have experienced the next Pusha type, Pusha and Drake type beef. We might have missed out on one of the most legendary rap beefs ever. Between between uh, Pop and who? Pop and Takashi. That would have been one of the most entertaining beefs. If you listen to that intro, in the beginning, he was saying something about... Uh, oh, yeah, how you don't fuck with the rainbow hair? Loud rainbow hair bullshit. And you know Takashi was going to respond to that if Pop was still here. I agree. That would have been a very interesting beef. And those are two niggas that are like, fuck the dumb shit, we going to make it happen. You know what I mean? When it comes to beef type shit. And Pop would have went all the way with it, too. Yep. That would have been... I think we would have... That would have been a, a, a Pusher and Drake level beef. If not that, it would have been shit. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say it wouldn't have been that just for the fact of how big those two are legendary wise, but it would have been the biggest young nigga beef we'd seen. Yeah, like for show sure, of like new artists in a long and yeah, time. Not 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 artist level, but I okay, mean just yeah, a, no, I get the scale saying. of like how entertaining it would have been. Yeah, no, that would have been a real one. Was entertaining as fuck. Like obviously they a little bit higher on the on the scale. Oh no, but... I agree with that one thousand. I also want to see if you agree with this comparison. Pop reminds me of a young Fifty Cent. If he would have been alive, we might have got Get oh, Rich or Die Trying. That's a fact. And you could you could hear it in the music. That's why I'm glad Fifty EP. Exactly. Yeah. No, me too. I I I'm kind of sad that Pop was with Steven Victor and Push's label. I wish he would have been with Fifty. Like I would have loved to see Pop Smoke been on. Uh, G unit and see just that creation because even though 50 and I know people say that he didn't believe uh, he didn't give Lloyd Banks and Yayo enough time but if you listen to his book it was they didn't work as hard and they didn't have the drive that 50 had pop had that drive and I think pop and 50 would have worked I think that would have been 50's first real artist where he put as much time as himself in into that artist because I think he would he believed in pop yeah, and I think he he was actually like the first artist that came around where it was like he was from the new generation, but he still had the older Old gener- values. Yeah. I mean, like he was built solid. You no, know I agree saying? with that. Like it wasn't none of that gimmicky bullshit. Like none for the clout. Yeah. For the young artists. Like he honestly, bro, I don't even think anybody from his class of, of you know, when he came out, who else came on the scene with no gimmicks? Like mm. everybody got some kind of little bullshit way that they got on. Like only Roddy. Yeah. Him Roddy. and Roddy, the two solid ones. That's it. And not that Roddy had a gimmick, but Roddy did have like Roddy had know, nip. That's it. Yeah. Nip put him on, but he, he went viral. Like he went viral on like an app or some shit. And it was like, oh, really? I didn't even not know necessarily for his music. And I could be wrong about Pop. Maybe he, he popped up the same way. Well, Pop but, did Pop did blow up on TikTok because that oh, girl yeah. shit, like, uh, what, what song is that? Uh, uh, wait, wait, where he uh, say all them drunk lyrics and he go, Rrr. whatever <laughs> song that was, that blew up on TikTok. Niggas was fucking with that. But I don't, I don't consider that gimmicky. That's kind of organic. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not gimmicky, but I, I get what you're saying. Somebody else made the gimmick and his song kind of blew up with it. Yeah, that's what that's what because I don't think pop made it, just like I don't think Roddy made those gimmicks. That was just yeah. white kids on TikTok. Yeah, because I remember like Roddy blew up his die young was like somebody with a violin or some shit like that played it. Yep. And that's I how remember the song that blew up. In the so. orchestra shit. Yeah, no, that shit was yeah. fire. But I'm glad that you fuck with pop album. I'm what would you rate it if we gotta throw a ranking to one through five? Oh man. I don't want to disrespect him. It wasn't a complete five, but it's strong 4.5 to me. Because I Ooh, fucked okay. with it heavy. I'm giving like, it I, a- like, I like the sound. Because like yeah. before, if you listen to, what was it? Meet the Woo 2? Oh yeah, he grew. He, I, that's one thing I got to say. I don't know if that was 50 in post-production or if that was pop on his way. I'm going to choose to believe that was pop. But you can hear the sound growth from yeah. me. And that's something we talk about with Uzi. That we was real upset with Eternal to take. We didn't hear no growth. It was just the same old shit. And this was not Meet the Woo 2. This was growth. Right. For real growth. And, and he went past the, just that New York drill sound. Facts. Because I expected most of it to be that. He started then, getting his melody bag. Yeah, bro. And he was killing it. I like, gotta say, was, his bro, singing voice worked real well. No, I'm with, legendary, bro. I'm gonna give it a four. Just because, like you said, it's, it's not a complete album, but... I, I I appreciate the growth in it. Let's talk some yeah, more new music before we get to beef. You mentioned Drake and Pusha T. We will get to that. But the new Drake leaks dropped, and we got to talk about them. They hard as hell. The song with Roddy, Vital, Lie to Me, and Grease. Yo, this Drake album's going to be nuts. <laughs> like, this Drake album's going to be real nuts. That... And look, I, I was kind of taken back by him doing the, the effect on Grease that he did. But that song is tough, bro. And then the lie to me joint, I fuck with the Roddy feature. And then the singing on Vital. Yeah, Drizzy in his bag right now. I, I need a release date or something. <laughs> <laughs> me since the fucking, since Chicago Freestyle, bro. Once it's, I heard that, I was like, yo, I know this nigga album. It's crazy. too many leaks. Like, it's time to tighten up ship and get, he said it's 80% done and 40 said 40 was doing bangers the other night on IG like it's time to turn off the faucet I'm glad you're doing leaks just to get people hype and shit but it's time to turn the faucet off give us a release date and let's go I don't give a fuck that you can't tour I don't give a fuck that we can't listen to it outside that's just the world we in drop that shit and let's go yeah and I was just about to say that I think that's exactly what it is the fact that because normally he go on tour after he dropped. Facts. That's what he gets For like back. a year. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think what it is, is like, you got to accept that we, we might not have a normal society for another two years. Yeah. Like you might not be able to go on tour for till like 2022, 2023. Because right now the way it's looking, 2021 is dead like this year. Yep. Which is crazy to think, bro. But that's because we fucked it up. If we would have, st- yep. if we would have been locked down and stayed like we were a month ago, then 2021 we could go back to concerts. But the fact is, everybody they opened everything. Niggas went to the beach. Niggas, niggas started going out, and now shit is worse than it was before the before uh, they started opening everything up. Yep. So hopefully he drops the album because I'm ready for it. What's your favorite one out of them? I think I like Grease the most, even though Vital's hard as shit. I keep it a bean. I haven't even heard Grease yet, but I really like the one with uh, him and Roddy. Yeah, the the boy in the cut. That shit is hard. I don't know if that's a a, Roddy Roddy song. And I'm a Roddy fan. It sounded very Roddy-like. That that seems like it's going to be a Roddy feature. 
but Drake always been that kind of dude. Like he he always go to where the wave at, and then he put his Drake sauce on it. You know what I mean? After we get out of here, you gotta listen to Grease because I'd have played it on the pod, but I know that SoundCloud will flag that like this, and and they gonna yeah. take that shit off. So I wasn't even chancing it because I know that's gonna be on an album or something because that shit is. But but I gotta tell you, he used the. I don't want to say the uh the baby voice of 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 uh Cardi, but he uses a, a, a an effect that makes his voice high. I don't know who used that recently, but it's somebody, and you gonna know. But it, it just works with Drake. I don't know. It, it works for some reason. I definitely gotta check it out now because if it's like some Cardi type shit, I want to hear it's, that. It's weird, bro, but I fuck with it. it. It's weird. Let's get to the beef. How do you feel? Because before I say my piece, because niggas know I'm the Drake stand and they're not ready for this. But how do you feel about push up? Young Thug and Drake, all this new beef shit. Honestly, bro, I don't even get why people giving Pusha a hard time. Mm. Like, I, I heard the verse, and I hear everybody saying that, you know, it was it was pop album. It was supposed to celebrate pop, not push your personal shit or bring up beefs. Like, and I get that. And then they brung up the whole, like, he talk about the not snitching shit. And then That's my thing. Every time he snitch, But like, there's a difference between, to me at least, there's a huge difference than you snitching to the police, right? Where it, it's affecting well, no, well, Okay, wait, before you, before you even finish that, let me say this, because he didn't say it like snitching to the police. He just said telling. And then he said, that's police shit. I don't associate with police like niggas. And I agree with you. There's a difference between snitching to the police and, and what we about to get into. But that's not what he said, dude. He said niggas that go behind people back and talk about them. And, and that, that's police-like behavior. And that's bullshit because you're a hypocrite because that's what you did. Also, there's pictures with you with police, nigga. You, you hangs out with them. You was doing shit. So stop being a fucking liar, pusher. That's, that's hypocrite <laughs> shit, bro. And like you said... I'm not, I don't even have a problem that you did it on the song because as a real Drake fan, I acknowledge that Drake get on other niggas' songs and diss people. That's his bag. He loved to yeah. do that shit. So I'm yeah. not mad that you was going to do that. Now, on the pop album with Young Thug, you definitely was trying to get more people to listen. And maybe, right. the, and, and as Young Thug, I get why Young Thug is upset because don't use my name to do that. But I'm not right. mad at that you trying to do it on a pop song. But I'm mad at the fact that you being a hypocrite and saying Drake do police shit when... Nigga, you started this whole beef with police shit. And I'm tired of niggas saying that Push won the battle because he might have won the narrative, but Push did not have a better diss record than Duppy or uh, two, two Birds and One Stone. Yeah. In terms I, of rap. I guess, I guess for me, like when I look at the battle, I, don't, I agree when Push songs, the tracks weren't better than Drake's tracks. But I but I think he won though because of the because of the narrative that he said. Right. And I, I think that's the objective of beef records. Like you trying to you trying to kill whoever is on the other end. No, I agree. And he did that. Like I really think he fucked up Drake bag for a while. Niggas was looking at Drake crazy. Like it took Drake a little minute to dig him out that hole. He stopped Drake from getting an Adidas deal. That's police yeah. shit right there. Like that come on, Doom. That's hypocritical, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I didn't look at it like that. Cause if he said telling is police-like behavior, then that yeah, then I might agree. That's he, what he, he said. A lot of that. But I was gonna say before I found out that that like 
it's just a big difference from ratting to the Oh no, police. for sure. One thought I agree with that two thousand percent. System and then speaking on shit that you just you don't like how a nigga move. No, like, I agree with that. There's those are two different things, but he was talking about chatty patty niggas, and he is king yeah. chatty patty. Well, yeah, yeah. If he said that, then that's crazy. Yeah, that's no, crazy. all right. I'm glad we on this okay, because we on the same page 100. Like, I'm not gonna come here and say, Oh, yeah, he should he he has no right to diss Drake on the pop smoke song. Granted, it's fucked up because pop not here, and we don't know if that's pull pop want, but I'm not mad at that because like I said, stay scheming happened on a Rick Ross song. And that's one of my favorite Drake verses, diss in common. And I'd be a hypocrite myself right. if I said he can't diss Drake on another person's song. But you saying about police-like behavior and, and talking about talking out the side of your neck, nigga, you, you stopped that nigga bag. You did police-like yeah. behavior. Like, yeah. let's not act like that didn't happen. So you can't get mad at him for telling the record label, yo, I don't want this song out. When you told Adidas, I don't want him to have an Adidas line. Like, you said that, bro. So don't, don't, uh-uh. Fuck that, because you knew if Drake would have got to Adidas, he would have had more power than you, and your ass might have got kicked out. Yeah, that yeah, that's crazy, bro. Hmm. So that so that's all. I, I think I think I'm hopping on your side. Then I don't <laughs> I don't fuck with that. If if he said if he said it like that, that's what he it. said. Look it up when we get out of here. And look, if I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen, y'all let us know on Twitter, Lim BWT, Lil Doom SJE, and we'll have the conversation. Because I know you push your fans want to come for a nigga neck. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for y'all. Shout out to my nigga Pharaoh. Every time Drake and Pusha come up, me and Pharaoh be arguing on Twitter about that shit. Because <laughs> Pharaoh a Push fan and I'm a Drake fan. Every, every fucking man, time. I'm a Push fan too, bro. I'm still jamming Daytona to this look, day. Look, and look, I hate, I hate that they had this beef because my name is my name is my fucking shit. I love that Pusha album. That's the one with, uh. hold on. I got that bitch on my fucking phone and I hate that they beef because I really like that song, but Shit, I had to choose a side. Push it went too far. <laughs> you want to diss 40 about his sickness? I had to stop jamming my name is my name. I'm I'm a 40 <laughs> fan. What the fuck you talking about, nigga? That's the one with King Push, numbers on the board, sweet serenade, hold on. Nah, bro, that's my fucking shit. That is my yeah. fucking <laughs> shit. Like, nostalgia? Oh, all that shit, my fucking shit. But I don't listen to that no more, bro. I ride with 40, and I ride with the owls. That's just how it is. <laughs> I didn't fuck with Meek when Drake was beefing with Meek. I'm good with Dream Chasers, let's go, baby. Play the intro again. Before, couldn't play the intro around a nigga. Fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm riding. Just like I didn't, I still don't fuck, I didn't fuck with Pusha because of the Wayne shit. Like, he did Wayne dirty. Like, you got yeah. beef with Birdman, nigga. Go beef with Bird. But you don't want to do that because Birdman pull out them shooters. That's a fact. <laughs> Y'all niggas fake beef. Huh? Drake, Drake called Jay Prince and niggas got scared because apparently on Joe Button Pod, he said niggas was getting hurt off, off, uh, that the public don't know and like shit was happening for real, for real. I don't think that was on Drake's side. Yeah. Cause I, I look at all the Drake niggas Instagrams. That's probably on Pusher's side. And that's yeah. why shit got quieted down. He know, he don't want to, he don't want to mess with Jay Prince and the squad. Drake, yeah. Drake is smart, man. Crazy. Drake is surrounded by H town killers and new Orleans killers. Two yeah. niggas that who would you rat? Who you most scared of H town and new Orleans niggas or Virginia niggas. Definitely not Virginia niggas. Oh, no, fuck you that. no. Bro, if you go to New Orleans, you murder capital, bro. That's, That's them niggas don't give no fucks out here. Like, not at all. Louisiana niggas are different. That Way different. But let's get to something. Speaking of Louisiana niggas in the South, the South versus the Northeast. And I'm interested to see how you feel about this because I know you don't fuck with one of these niggas heavy. 
T.I. called out 50 Cent, said he wanted the verses. 50 said, I'm not beefing with your whack ass. I'm not doing a verse with your whack ass versus battle. I'm with Snoop Dogg. And T.I. said, nigga, you weak. You could bring out Eminem, Dre, all of y'all. I'm the king of the South. I'll take your ass on. Also, I don't like the fact that T.I. calls him the king of the South still because Wayne is a better rapper than you, my nigga. But that's a conversation. He's been a better rapper. He was <laughs> yeah. out at the same time. That shit like, always made me feel uncomfortable, that. bro. It did, I didn't fuck with that because like it's like, and Wayne allowed him to say he was the king of the South and Wayne called himself the best rapper alive. And T.I. never disputed it, but it's like, how can you be the king of the South when Wayne is from the South? Yeah. It, it's wild to me, bro, because like, I fuck with T.I. In, in, from the angle of like South versus New York. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I got to ride for, for the South. Like that's the whole thing. But if I'm going to keep it a bean, bro, like 50 got a point. Like nigga, if, who would I rather battle? T.I. or Snoop? Snoop is an <laughs> icon, bro. Yeah. Like nigga, if you ask anybody on the street to name the most iconic rapper, I think Snoop Dogg name going to come up. 100%. Oh, he one of them. I think the names would be Snoop, Jay-Z, Tupac, yep. Biggie, Wayne, yep. Drake, Eminem. I think those are the seven names that people would say. And and T.I. is not on that type of list. And 50 Cent you might be next. Yep. And I don't, I don't think, I honestly don't think he would beat 50 in a battle. That's what I was going to ask you. So, 50 Cent, if you play in 20 songs, my question to you is, would he win? Because 50 got patiently waiting, many men in the club, high all the time, PIMP, 21 questions. Uh, and is that all of them from Get Rich or Die Trying? Would you play What Up Gangster? Hell yeah. Okay, so, so I that's... Don't think, I don't think T.I. got nothing in the bag that's going to beat that. Mm, let's all right. Let, let me pull up Ti catalog, and you you rock. You tell me the fifty songs that would that could beat these songs. Because if he if fifty can't beat these songs, I mean if Ti can't win with these songs, then it's over with. So let's go to Urban Legend. He got bring them out. Would they would they do? Why you mad at me? Does fifty have any? Or, and you don't know. Does fifty have any songs that could beat them? You don't know me. I think you don't know me and bring them out is the only two that will be on the fence. The rest, 50 got it. So if he plays bring them out and 50 plays in the club, what happens? In the club win. I'm sorry, okay. man. In the club win that shit. <laughs> okay. That's if, an iconic song, bro. If T.I. play You Don't Know Me and 50 play Mini Men, what happens? Mini Men win. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah I think T.I. lose, man, but... T.I. got a lot of good songs because, like, what you know about... To me, if T.I. played What You Know, the uh, the song off of King, this one, I don't think yeah. 50 got something that could be... Like, I'm giving that one to T.I. Yeah. I mean, T.I. got some joints, bro, but... Swagger Like Us? Man. You know that was our generation. Banger. Yeah, but it was a banger because of the features. Like, I don't think True. niggas was... Yeah, the T.I. verse. You're right. It was the Wayne and Overs. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Are big shit popping? Damn, that was, that was a hit. That's a good one. A like, T.I. got some songs. That's what I'm saying. But he, whatever you like, even though I prefer the Wayne Young Money remix version of that. Yeah, that's <laughs> a fact. I'm with you. 50 wins. Like, there's no need for us to keep doing it. 50 go beat T.I. I will say, now that you're naming... It'd be closer. It's definitely closer than I think. 
Like, I think T.I. would be like Jeezy. I think he'd be Gucci Mane. I think he'd beat all these other, like, in terms of the South, T.I. would beat a lot of niggas besides Wayne, besides, who else I'm going to say, UGK. I don't think he beats Outkast. I think those might be the only three. Oh, and maybe Ross. I think I think Ross might beat T.I. But yeah. I don't know, because T.I. got bigger songs than Ross. I think T.I. got the bigger, like, radio hits. Mm-hmm. But Ross got the better music, if that makes sense. And I it, just and don't it, think the niggas that watch Versus care about that. And see, that's the thing. Will it be the barbershop niggas that's watching Versus? Because like with Jadakiss and Fab, we talked about this last week, but Fab did that to himself. Fab didn't play none of his hits. He was clowning and tried to play street records and just played random shit. And Jada played all his street shit and the barbershop niggas overtook the chat and he won. But if yeah. T.I. playing his hits and his street classics, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. 50 got a lot of street classics, too. Yeah, I was just about to say that. 50 got, if he want to get into the street classic bag, he got that, too. And he got radio bangers, bro. Yeah. Like, a lot of them bitches. 50 could play AO Technology. AO Technology. (laughs) Even though that song sounds so ass. (laughs) 21 Questions. 21 Questions, that's a hit, bro. And then, look, Hate It or Love It, he got all the game shit he could play that he was with him. Like... Uh, how we do? That's a hard song. And if we playing features, down on me, and hey, he could play "Hate Being Sober" by Chief Keef. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a hit, bro. That's Those yo are classics. I didn't even think about this, bro. Fifty got some like this is crazy. And then, and if he the, really want to kill the game, he the the fucking pop feature would be eligible. Throw that bitch on there. You gonna win yep. whatever around that pop shit. Come on. Also, don't let Fifty play the shit from the music, uh, from the movie, which was different than Get Rich or Die Trying. The, the Get Rich or Die Trying soundtrack. Yo, yeah. man, that nigga could play the fucking power intro and get Ti out of here, man. Ti, <laughs> yeah. it would be done for Ti. Yeah, Ti, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm now that we talking about this. Fifty Cent would whoop Ti ass. Now I do think Ti would beat Ross though. I really do think that. Yeah. It would it would have to be street niggas to give them the pull Ross, yeah. Ross got so I swear to God that God forgives I don't album. That is one of my favorite albums of all time. And look, I love Black Market and the one with uh Santorini Grease on it, the yeah. most recent one where he dissed Birdman. Yeah, bro. And 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 and, nigga, if, and and the mixtapes Ross got, you can't forget about that. Class. And if Ross play any of the Maybach musics, I don't know if Tip got something that could go up against some of them. Yeah. Them shit's hard as hell. And he, he would just have to play some of that shit from that, that Rick Ross, Lex Luger era. Mm. The fucking, these niggas won't hold me back. Like, all that shit, bro. <laughs> I forgot he got that back. John that Q little, and yeah. uh, fucking uh, Push It. Uh, push It to the Limit. Pull the Miami pour. Like, nah. Back, <laughs> that's I think be- Ross would get T.I. out of here. But that would be a good That's a better matchup. battle than 50 Cent yeah. T.I. I think Rick Ross should do that. That, that would, would be a, a great battle. Matchup. I'm trying to think who else would be. A- I would love to just see Ross on a versus. Same. Like, I think that would be entertaining as fuck. But see, I think when it comes to like other Atlanta niggas, like I don't think Jeezy got a shot to beat T.I. Even though Thug Motivation 101 is hard, T.I. Yeah. got a more longevity than, than Jeezy. Yeah, I think Jeezy had like just a little moment in time. Like, he was and really I think good Gucci got too many street songs. Gucci yeah. don't have enough hits. Way too many street songs. Oh. All Gucci biggest hits is like the most ignorant street shit you could think of. Now Gucci Jeezy no, would be a better battle. Yeah, that would be a very good battle. That's actually one of the like big debates, like who's better out of them two? Because they like the same. See? 
They cut That's something I would want to see. That would be a good versus. You know what would be a good versus? Kevin Gates versus Boosie. Yep. That's something Gates that would... get them, though. I, I do, Gates too. Get them. I do, too. Even I'm... though I love Boosie, man. That's Boosie what I was about to say. in, like, my high school era, bro, I was on Boosie so hard. Now, Boosie got songs that if he play, there's nothing Gates can do about it. Like, Independent, uh, uh, In the Bag, Two Red Bones, Kissing in the Bag, See, Zoom. Set it off. Like, set it, set it off. off. Untouchable one. But see, that's four songs. Gates got... Uh, Gates got all of Luca Brasi two, Luca Brasi one. Gates got the OG Gates with like neon lights and shit on it. Like, yeah, Gates Gates getting uh Boosie out of here. Yeah, and Gates also got a lot of radio shit. And outside of like Independent and Wipe Me Down, I don't think Boosie can fuck with him on the radio shit. Facts. That's what I was about to say. Um, I'm trying to think some other Louisiana niggas that I'd like to see battle. Who could currency battle? Ooh, that's a good one. I don't think no Louisiana niggas. Would it be Gibbs? That would be a good battle. But I think Freddie Gibbs would beat him, though. You think? I'm I'm just biased toward Currency. Currency, one of my favorite rappers. Currency, like, I just think Gibbs has too many more popular songs. And I know Gibbs is not super, super popular, but I just think the Gibbs right now is one of the best rappers in the game. I, I'd say Gibbs is a top five rapper right now with all the albums he put out. I don't know if Currency's ever been top five in all of rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I can't, I definitely can't disagree with it. Like, I think in my personal book, he's been top five. Yeah. But I know that that would be a, a super unpopular opinion. Like, I definitely can't debate that. Because, see, Currency right now is the third best rapper in Louisiana. Some people would say fourth. Because it goes Wayne Gates and then Currency. Yeah. Or do you put Currency above Gates? I don't know, man. That's tough. Because I, I always put Gates only, second. It's only because I don't even group them. It's almost like I put them in two separate genres. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, currency, they both rap. But currency but is like, like jazz currency, rap, like, chill yeah, vibe. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole nother... Telling you about you, get your business up. Yeah, it's, it's like comparing like, like Kendrick versus Uzi or some shit to me. Mm. Like, it's almost that far apart. I agree like with that. different worlds. Speaking of Kendrick, who would you like to see Kendrick battle? Some people saying Drake, but I think Drake would get Kendrick the fuck out of here. I think yeah. Kendrick would, and I think Kendrick would get J. Cole the fuck out of here. He would. I but think I Kendrick think would, big would be the matchup. Cole you think? would be the matchup. See, yeah. I think Big Sean would be a better matchup for Kendrick. But I think he would wipe Big Sean. Too yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Damn. I think Cole would put up the biggest fight. He would lose to Kendrick. Yeah, okay. But Cole I, I would think put I agree up a fight. That. Yeah, Cole would put up a better fight because... Because Drake would wash him. I don't think there's no way in hell Kendrick... And the only way Kendrick would win is if... It would be if IG niggas was like, yeah, we don't... You know how niggas be when it's Drake. Oh, we don't fuck with Drake. Kendrick wins. That's how that would be. Drake's comp... Drake would only could go up against would be like Jay-Z and Wayne. That's the only niggas Drake could go up against. And then even then, I think if you being honest, because a lot of niggas, like, especially... When it come to Wayne, because Wayne is one of them niggas, I don't give a fuck who yeah, you say. I, I'm always say Wayne. You is know the best me rapper. the same way. That's how I'm, I've been that way. I think Wayne better than Jay Z, and niggas be like, "What?" Yeah, that to me that's easy, and I fuck with Jay heavy. Same, but I'm saying to me, it's not even like if you ask me who's better out of Wayne or Jay, is no debate, and I'm not stopping to think about it. I'm saying Wayne. You know what I mean? But even with that being said, I still think in a versus, Wayne loses to Drake. And I don't think it would even be. Like, you don't think it would be close? 
it would be like Wayne would win some rounds, but I don't think Drake would struggle. Like I think if Drake would lose, it would only be him not putting in the effort to like. You see, Wayne could play. Right. Wayne could play shit like no ceilings, bro. Like Wayne could yeah. start throwing in them Ole do it's swag surfing, whatever you like. Wayne could play other niggas. Like that's the thing, bro. Like I yeah. don't know, cause. And I'm a, uh, you know I just me. don't think that those work in a verse. It's just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Cause like those are classic shits. Like I, I legit, I was just listening to Drought Three on the way to the airport <laughs> when I was coming back here. That's what I'm about to say. He like, can play droughts. Like them shits is like, crazy. And those shits will never get old to me. You know what I'm saying? But in a versus, like when we, if Drake played, which damn near every song he dropped is a hit. Yeah, no facts. You know I mean? It's just like, come on, man. I don't think. I don't think those songs, like even as classic as they are from the drought, if Drake play his biggest hits, is well, it wait. gonna beat that? Yeah, you know true. I mean? All right, well, I'm ask you this. Let's not use Drake, because I agree with you. Drake is kind of hard to beat. And New York niggas would say y'all out y'all mind. East Coast niggas was gonna say y'all out y'all mind. But does Wayne beat Jay-Z in a in a in a in a battle? I think so. And and he because he, he can play them mixtape things then. Yeah. The only thing is, is like, who's judging it? Because he yeah. loses if it's a bunch it's, of New York niggas. You know, you're right. You're absolutely right. It would have to be a mixture, but the versus crowd, because it's Swiss, started it, yeah. and Tim is mostly yeah. New York niggas in and, there. And Jay, Jay would win. Yeah. No, you're absolutely not right. Not that you say that. Jay would win. But I think... And it it could be the same bias that I'm accusing the New York niggas of, but I just me personally, I think I, Wayne. yeah, I give it to Wayne as well. No, I'm with you. All right, let's keep it pushing. The next thing we got on the docket is, hmm, let's see where we going from here. We talk beef, we talk music. Let's talk. Oh, oh well, speaking of music, bro, Britney Spears, she a Louisiana girl. We gotta free her. Doom, what you what you thinking about all this Britney Spears shit, bro? Cause like this shit is crazy. Like, I don't know if I believe the fact that niggas saying that she is what's the word? Cause you cause you said it earlier. Like her her manager and her father have total control of her life. Yeah, they basically have like a legal guardianship over, over her. her, which is weird. And like the video came out where she was dancing and like people were like, Britney, are you okay? If you're not okay, wear a yellow shirt. And then the next video, she wore a yellow shirt and she mentioned it in the description. So everybody's freaking out about it. Like, I don't know what we do in this situation. I didn't even know that shit was possible, bro. <laughs> like, I'm still trying to process that shit. Like, she a grown ass woman, but she legally can't make any decisions on her own. Crazy. Like, another nigga can just say, nah, you can't buy that. Or nah, you can't. And she's married with kids and her father yeah. and her manager have total control. How her I would don't say this though, she is she she looking nuts. Like she needs some kind of guidance, but I didn't know. Niggas In the way she was just dancing, being random, I was like, "Is Britney okay?" Like she looked kind of like how Amanda Bynes was looking a couple of years ago. But maybe it's because these niggas driving her crazy. Yeah, and bro, it's been years she's been like that. Like it's been years since the the shave her head incident. It has. That was like a long ass time ago, bro. And she's it's been a while since Kevin Federline. And she looked yeah. she she looked better after that, but now she looked just like she was back then. And it's like, damn, Britney, we got to get your shit together. Free Britney. Hopefully, it's not trolling, or hopefully, it's like, like, uh, hopefully, it's not real. You know what I mean? Like, I hope, I hope it's like a situation where the internet's just doing too much. But it doesn't seem that way. It seems like the internet might be right on this. 
Yeah, I, I nah. Looking at it, I think something is definitely fucked up. You know what I mean? And you yeah. gotta think like, what has to happen to drive somebody to that mental state? Like something crazy is going on. I don't think it's like trolling. Yeah, you know it's I mean? no. You're right. It's got to be something else because there's no. There's nowhere in hell that that's just going off natural. Let's get into some TV shit, some some deals in the in the content world, some deals going on. So first off, Cap got a deal with Disney and Netflix. How do you feel about Cap getting a Disney deal and a Netflix? Netflix is making a documentary about his life, and I think Disney is going to make some TV show or some shit about him. How do you feel about all this? That's crazy. I actually didn't know that, but I'm I'm, I'm super happy for him, bro. Yeah, I'm happy for like I've been I've been hearing a bunch of talks about like uh basically the NFL trying to clean face and they really trying to get him a job. Now. But the like, fact that the fact the NFL is playing, they said they're gonna do for the first four weeks, play the black negro spiritual. I forget what song it is. That's too much. Yeah, the bro. Lift I, every voice shit. Bro, that shit is that's stupid. Going, that's going too far, bro. That is fucking stupid. The fact that you're gonna play a black song and then play the national anthem shows that. You're, that there's a black song and a white, it, it just makes more division. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. make any like the NFL is exactly. retarded for doing some. Oh, let me not say that road. That's insensitive. I'm sorry to everybody out there. The NFL is stupid for doing some shit like that. Yeah, and and honestly, bro, it only go to show you that whoever is at the top in the NFL still has no idea. It makes Jay Z look really bad. Yeah. The fact that Jay just is working with the NFL and like they just pat like if I'm Jay, I'm like veto that shit. Yeah. See, but I wonder what at what capacity is, is Jay involved Jay's partnership? Because mm. well, like, he does music and halftime shows. I would I'd assume that falls under the you don't think that falls under the music category because I know he gonna pick the first artist for the national televised game to sing that shit. And if it's be yeah. if, if Beyonce does that, I'm gonna lose respect for. Her. See, but I don't know if like there's you know some bunch of white people at a round table saying, okay, we want this to happen. Now we let Jay decide how it happens. It happens. Like, mm. He doesn't really have the control over. At least that's what I think. Because there's no I way if so. Jay had a voice in that that he would have allowed that to happen. I just don't believe that shit. No <laughs> that's what. some ignorant you know what I mean? shit. Like, it's very ignorant, bro. Because like all it does is it show that they just want to pander to black people enough to shut them up so they can go back to counting their money. You know and then I mean? white people don't care about anything real. It's going to make the people who already feel some type of way that's on the white side be like, well, look, there's more division. They don't care. Like, it's not yeah. about bringing everybody together. And it just gives racists yeah. more fuel. And it's like, bro, that's not that's what black people want at all. Like, gonna piss them off bad, like black people, what does that do to help with systematic, uh, systematic racism? What does that do to help with the police, uh, the police brutality issue that we got going on? What does that do to help with, uh, the jail system? It doesn't do anything. That's no real change. And I thought Jay said, we're done. We're done kneeling. That's kneeling on a, on a whole nother level. Yeah. And honestly, it just make it worse, bro. It just make it worse. Cause like that's and, so ig and, like dude that's so fucking ignorant the fact it that is bro that it they, is. like I'm and like, then they pick like the 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 song they chose black <laughs> gospel song and what's even more wild is fucking uh I seen uh what's dude name Kirk Franklin he don't dropped tell me he a, said he was gonna uh, sing it bro he dropped the whole video singing the song like a big ass production <laughs> with his choir and nigga was going around the house had parts of the choir in different rooms singing it and 
Like he he trying to get the bag. Like, he like nigga, I, I see you. I do this. A big bag. Hey, he was like, yo, move aside, nigga. I'm about to sing the fuck out of lift every voice. He killed it, but I, I don't know about if they, they got a spot in that shit. Before a football game, bro. That's doing too much. That's and doing you know way how, too much. Bro, you know how mad these white people about to be <laughs> when they gotta stand black. up. Black people should be mad at this. That's a fact. Like all that is is saying here, nigga, shut up. Like that's all, that's, that's all exactly that is. what it is. Like we'll let's let call a speed a speed. Two minute song before the football game. If y'all shut the fuck up, yeah. Like nah, nigga, stop blackballing cap. Stop hiring these lame ass white coaches when there's black niggas black coach, more qualified. Uh, hire some like, black GMs. Like exactly, man. Like let's do some real shit. Like pay pay black people play black players the same amount as you'd pay a white player because look at Christian McCaffrey getting more more and they're not nobody's complaining that he's a running back and he gonna get paid but y'all want to complain every time a black running back's trying to get paid like let's yeah. let's let's call a spade a spade like let's be real oh shout out to Patrick Mahomes congratulations to that brother he just Patrick bro. Mahomes deserved more money than that if we being that fucking honest went and got the bag bro. he took a team he was team friendly Patrick Mahomes could have asked for six hundred million if he wanted, and he because he worth yeah. it. He's fucking worth it. We are gonna talk more about that in sports, but I just since we were talking about the NFL, I just had to say congratulations to the brother because he deserves every fucking penny. Big Do you price. you know what I realized, dude? I saw some on one of the sports shows. Patrick Mahomes hasn't lost a game by more than seven points. He's only Damn. lost eight games in his whole career. Like that's crazy. He hasn't gotten blown out yet. Like every NFL player gets blown out and he has not. Yeah. And and bro, what's even more crazy about this is like he's still so young. We get to watch like because now he's the nigga. You know what I mean? He could sign and, another 10 year after this. Yeah, bro. Like he's the nigga now, and everybody gets to watch because he's gonna fuck up at some point down the road. Yeah, he'll like, lose. Point, some point there his the team around him won't be as great as they are now. And we'll get to see if he can make that jump to greatness. Like, like we we watching the thirty for thirty as it's happening. Yeah, there will be one. There will. I be think he's gonna get at least two more Super Bowls, minimum. Two minimum. I think so. I is, think so. The thing, the question gonna be is, does Lamar get a better team around him to where it's gonna be? Because Lamar's really his only threat. Because I don't see Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's great, but like they don't put a good team around him. Yeah, they both AFC, right? Yeah, all all three of them: Deshaun, Lamar, and Pat. Yeah. It sucks that they'll never be like And a, now Cam. Uh, yeah. It sucks that it won't be a Patrick Mahomes, Lamar in the Super Bowl. True. That would be a crazy-ass Super Bowl, bro. Very much so. That would be a hopefully, good one. Hopefully one of them will, won't be Pat. Hopefully one of them switch teams. Huh. Somebody got to come to the Saints. It might be, shit, it might be Jameis Winston versus Pat because the Saints got them yeah. Jameis, and Jameis might start balling out. Yeah, bro. That's crazy, bro. And and after what Drew said, I, I won't even feel played if somebody hit him fucked up and, and, and then out for the season. Jameis come start balling because ball I think out. I think Jameis with Sean Payton's gonna be great because that's all Jameis needs is a, is a solid coach to rein his ass in. Yeah, bro. And and a lot of people they was talking shit about his decision making and how he threw. They act like Jameis Jameis wasn't a a baller in Florida State coming out. If you look at Test that quarterbacks take to show how smart in football IQ they are. Jameis Winston had the highest score since Peyton Manning, like yeah. higher than Pat and Lamar. And it was there was some crazy stat I can't remember the exact stat, but it was something like sixty percent of his interceptions were 
it hit the receiver in the hand first. Mm. Like it was like tip, tip balls, drop ball. Yeah. So it was just like, come on, man. Like we, we give them all credit. this shit. And, and what's even more wild is like the Saints signed this nigga for nothing. Like he's not getting paid shit. And then we got to wait and to see next year. Yep. Bro, and, and that, that kind of go back full circle to what we was talking about with the lift every voice shit. Chase Daniel, I don't know if you remember him. Make more money than Cam, make more money than Cam Newton, and that's bullshit. He makes more money than Cam and Jameis put together. That's crazy. Put together. He, he has a bigger contract than both of their contracts combined. That's and nuts. And you tell me that there's not some type of systematic. <laughs> Chase Daniels is ass. He's never started. He's never done anything. But I, I don't. Cam Newton and Jameis Winston. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%, but I'm not mad at them because they, they're doing this thing where, all right, I'll take the low, low ball me. But when I yeah. prove myself, right. I'm getting the... Like, Jameis is betting on himself because, honestly, Drew retiring after this year. And if yeah. Jameis show he know what he's doing, that's the future of the Saints. Yeah. And, and he's going to have a good coach. And Michael Thomas and Kamara, you can't beat that. Yeah. And but, a fan base that's loyal as fuck. Facts. And I think he's gonna love it in New Orleans. Most athletes do. Like, like I look at uh, Lonzo and Brandon Ingram. They lo- those those were two niggas who was so hot when they <laughs> when they got traded to New Orleans. They didn't want to play in New Orleans, and they spent some time. I don't know what it is about the city that. And now they want to sign Max Deals. Mind, but I was listening to uh, JJ Reddick podcast, and Great they was podcast, talking about. Um, they was talking about Lonzo and Zion and all that. All the young dudes, the young core. And he was saying how he think that the team will be a powerhouse in the future because all those young niggas want to stay long term in New Orleans. And, bro, if you look at what could develop with Lonzo, B.I., Zion, staying long term together, adding pieces here and there in the years to come, scary. So that same shit, that same shit happened with Jameis and the Saints. Like you said, a loyal ass fan base. <laughs> New Orleans gonna be popping. We gonna be popping. Facts. Like it's the fact, be crazy, bro. With the basketball team doing what Louisiana. it is, bro. I swear, because I'm glad you said this, because we're gonna talk about this more in the sports part. But Lonzo and Bi said they want to resign, and they said they gonna they want to stay in New Orleans. I did not think Lonzo would want to stay. Like I knew he, he was mad as fuck, bro. He was mad as fuck. He realized he he, from his pops, he got he has the best superstar that could be around him in Zion, the person that fits his game the best more than any other superstar. Like there's no other superstar Lonzo could go play with where he is utilized to his best abilities. Zion's not that player that you got to pass the ball and he got to hold the ball for 17 seconds, dribble out the clock. No, Zion's a person where they do pick and roll. Lonzo getting 10 assists a game plus Lonzo, when they double team him, he can shoot his shot. Like it just works so well for both of them. And the New Orleans could be something great with football and basketball, but let's move on real quick. Shout out to Cappy. Got a deal. The next thing we want to say is Charlemagne is getting a late night show on comedy central comedy central is doing some rebooting for everything for everybody's like, why comedy central They're They got a whole new uh, executive and now they're bringing Beavis and Butthead, uh, some more adult animated shows. They're focusing on that. They're trying to make 10 to 20 movies a year and they're trying to focus really in on comedy and attracting millennials and Gen Z and Charlemagne is going to have a late night show. How do you feel about Charlemagne getting a show on Comedy Central? Do you think this is the end of the Breakfast Club? I definitely think it's the end of the Breakfast Club. He's he been hitting at that 
forever. Like he, if you anybody who follows Charlemagne know that he say a lot of shit. That and he said says, multiple times it. that you can't do radio and late night television at the same time. He said that about Nick Cannon. He said that about DL Hughley. He said one will suffer. So I feel like he gonna choose. Yeah, and I think why well, he made his choice actually. He he and he was actually talking about it. I can't remember if it was on Brilliant Idiots or one of his other shits, but he was talking about how if he was to step away from the Breakfast Club, that he is perfectly satisfied with what they built. Like he feels like his, They've his mission everything. with the Breakfast Club is is fulfilled. Like it's done. They were the you know biggest I mean? show so, in radio for ten years, bro. Yeah, like they were the biggest black show. They, they might be the biggest. Black radio show besides Tom Joyner ever. Right. I agree with that. I think they might actually be bigger, be bigger than, than Tom. Tom. Yeah. But that's just for our generation because yeah. I know my our parents and our grand like Tom Joyner's that dude. Yeah, he he still is. Is he still on the radio? He retired actually last year. Oh shit. Last year well, was he, his yeah, last shout year. Shout out to that nigga because he yeah, like, he killed it. Breakfast Club is big, you know what I'm saying? But I think. I really would love to see Charlemagne branch out to his own thing. It's like, interesting I li- that it's Comedy Central, though, man. That's the problem. I hate Comedy Central. Everything that they do is is not good. Me too. Like they're so far behind. Like I watch the uh, like some of their stand up shows that they do. They try to do they like this behind- weird thing where they like. They follow around a certain comedian and try to... And they canceled all their good shows. Like, shout out to my guy, Josiah Johnson. They had Legends of Chamberlain Heights, which was a black adult animated show. They canceled that shit. They need to bring that shit back since they're bringing back all these adult animated shows. But in terms of comedy, your Comedy Central, like you said, the stand-up got to be better. Yeah. You can't be Comedy Central and not have stand-up. You know what and, I mean? And like now they're not... trying to make 20 to 10 movies a year. Like, what type of movies are y'all making? Are you making comedy movies? Are you making stand? Like, there's more things I got to know. Yeah. But I don't think this was Charlemagne's first choice, because obviously, when all that news broke about him, all his, his Me Too shit, HBO canceled their deal. Like, I think HBO was the spot Charlemagne was trying to be at. Yeah. Which I think that would have been a way better spot. <sighs> that would have been amazing. But you know maybe I mean? these people are giving him the bag, saying they're going to let him control shit with this new executive. It could work, because, like, they do yeah. have new representation. One thing I will say about Charlemagne, though, is if he accepted that deal, there was something in the offer that was crazy good. Especially you know from Comedy mean? Central. And I'm looking forward to whatever content he brings, because, like, I keep it a bean. I listen to his shit that's away from the breakfast club like i listen to brilliant idiots i listen I to that more interviews. than the breakfast club if i'm being honest yeah i i watch all his shit like the interviews he's been dropping on his youtube like he started around that time he had that little iconic interview with, with kanye Gucci. oh yeah and the gucci one yeah and uh i've been i've been hooked on that shit like i like that better than the breakfast club i agree like, i remember he did the one-on-one sit down with gucci and i'm like bro that that's a way better interview than if he would have sat with the Breakfast Club. And have envy yeah. asking random ass questions. Facts. And then ye feeling played about all kind of random shit and it's all censored because it's radio <laughs> and it's like, yeah. nah, I like, especially when you get a raw, uncut Charlemagne. Yep. That's some it's crazy better. content, bro. No, I that agree. nigga's wild. And he need, a, he need to be wild. That's why I'm hoping whatever he do with Comedy Central isn't just based for television, like cable television. 
Yeah, that's, that's something else too. Because that shit is like dead to me. Like anything that gotta be mainly centered around cable television is. There's no up. way they're not putting that on YouTube. There's no way Comedy Central is not gonna have a streaming service or a, or a YouTube channel that where people can watch it. But my thing is, how do they make money off it if it's just on YouTube? I guess they yeah. think that I I don't know because it's weird. This is something that we're gonna have to pay close attention to because, like you said, if it was HBO, Netflix, Hulu, that makes way more sense to me than comedy. Even YouTube TV to a certain extent makes more yeah. sense to me than Comedy Central. Yeah. But so, the, the late night show seemed like a commitment, though. So whatever he's doing, it got to be big. Yep. Once a, it's once a week or it's weekly. Yeah, so I guess it, I guess it's, it's going to be once a week. We're going to see. Who knows? But we got two more topics, then we getting out of here, Doom, before we get to Bros Who Ball. Last week, we talked about Will and Jada. More shit came out. Jada doing a red table talk. Will finally talked about Black Lives Matter on Instagram. How do you feel about this Will, Jada, August Alcina? Oh, also, uh, Dwayne Martin's wife, Tisha Campbell, came out and said, see, I knew, I told y'all shit was funny over there. The light, everything comes to the, to the light, because I guess she was mad that Jada was messing with Dwayne at one point. How do you feel about this whole August Alcina, Jada thing? Is August lying? Is Jada lying? Is Will being cucked? Is Will a simp? Even though he did bang Margot Robbie, and that was his part of his, uh, open part of the marriage, so. Yeah. I think Will won. (laughs) Honestly, like, I feel like, yeah, he definitely won. If it was was August Alcina or Margot Robbie, he won. Yeah, he he definitely won. But honestly, bro, I legit, I I be confused because I'm I'm thinking, (laughs) why is it such a big deal? Like, why do people give a fuck that much? (laughs) Yeah, true. And I know we on a podcast and we supposed to go We just talking about it because people give a big deal. Yeah, bro, but it's just like, why people give a fuck who fucking who? <laughs> Let them people live. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because honestly, bro, if you really think about it, like, I feel like, especially with people of their income level, that shit make all the sense in the world, it's bro. It's probably more common than we than people like to admit. Like, bro, especially if me and my wife was worth probably close to B's now, bro. I yeah. was going to say M's. They, they had 600 M's easy. Bro, if we worth that much and the business is at that high of a level, before I split up with my wife and fuck the bag up, I'd be we like, look, we yeah. stay together. Just, you, hey, you do your thing. You want to go fuck August? Do your thing. I'm going <laughs> to go over here and do me. We just going to stay together and keep our shit right. We got to, we building a legacy. We got these kids who about yep. to touch the same kind of bag we touching. You know what I mean? We got to make sure we do this shit right. Like The only weird like thing it. is that Jaden introduced Jada to August Alcine. That's the only weird thing. That dad was yeah. your son friend. See, I yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's weird. That's a little strange. That's weird. She fucking her son friends. That's crazy. <laughs> but I, but I, I agree honestly, with you, though. bro. I see no because I see I seen a whole lot of that. Like people trying to paint Will out to be some bitch ass nigga. No, Will bang Margot he, Robbie, bro. Like, no. yeah, bro. Like I just I don't. That's think why that, Focus like, and Suicide Squad they had great chemistry. Yeah, and I, I'm saying this, and I gotta watch how I'm talking because. <laughs> I'm currently in a relationship, but Same. <laughs> I feel like most relationships, most people in a relationship, they reach a point where it's like, you know, the little honeymoon phase dies down and you reach that point where it's like, 
yo, I'm this this motherfucker aggravate the fuck out of me. Like, I don't give a fuck how much you love your significant other. They you will aggravate moments, the shit out yeah. of you at one point. Just for most people, it hit a point where it's like, all right, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. But if you reach the point where it was like, all right, our partnership just in life, not even a, a sexual partnership, just our life partnership works so well together. Why mess this up? Why not we go fill our needs elsewhere and keep the partnership? Keep that the we emotional got. partnership. Yeah, because it might be you may you may just have physical needs, but like you said, emotional life partnership is there. Why mess that up? Why mess up the business? We didn't already sign these legal documents. Why make it hard right. on our kids? When why make it a big publicity stunt? Let's keep everything in house. You go bang who you want. Our house big enough to where I could be on this side. You be on this side. And then when them people leave, we come together in the middle, eat breakfast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only part where they fucked up is Jada should never fucked a nigga like August that just yeah. go run and tell all the shit. Because nobody knew about Margot Robbie until uh, the, the the blogs got a wit took a picture of like nobody would, and that's still not confirmed. That's just word on the Twitter streets. But I actually believe that right. shit happened. But yeah. August Alcina just snitching, and I know we're yeah. like. My and a nigga went snitch. on a fucking interview to do it. Like, he didn't... With it wasn't Angela like, Yee. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like no little shit that he accidentally He went on a sex podcast. Out. Like, that's yeah, where he this, went. That nigga is crazy. She fucked up for letting that nigga in the circle. Yeah, August, August Alcina looks very corny, very goofy. The fact he using Jada, his relationship with Jada as a rollout for his album, trash. Nuts. Super Nuts. trash. Yeah. The album better be fire. It <laughs> it's, all right. be you, you it's all right. You ain't listen. It's all right. It's all right. It's twenty six. It's too many songs, bro. He put twenty six on him like he Chris Brown. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm only listening to twenty something songs from Chris Brown and niggas like that. It, it, August yeah, Alcina, you getting ten to fifteen from me, and fifteen is pushing right. it. Yeah, that, I was just about to say that fifteen <laughs> might be too much. I don't think I could sit through twenty six August Alcina. Fuck no. I never did fuck with him like that, even when he was hot. Because there was a point in time when he was like that nigga. But I, I don't think I could sit through. I only gave him a, a shot because he was from Louisiana. Yeah. I don't really fuck with how his vocals Yeah, he sounds. New Orleans nigga. Yeah, he from New Orleans. Yeah. Super goofy. <laughs> super, super goofy. Him, but yeah, I, yeah, I can't, I can't fuck with I him. I root for everybody from Louisiana, but that's just some corny shit. Doom, the last thing I was going to ask you is just off some, some fun shit, just because I saw a list of best appetizers. What's your go-to appetizer at a restaurant? If they got it, you getting it? Calamari, bro. Ooh, okay, Easy. real, real. Easy. I Every fuck time, with that, bro. If I see that shit on the menu, I'm getting it. You Off you top. get it with the uh, ranch dip sauce? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm I fuck with some calamari. Too, I'm a spinach and artichoke dip kind of guy. That's fire. I love some good spinach and artichoke dip, I, but I never get buffalo wings no more, bro. That was a 15-year-old Linden thing, a, a, a young kid thing when I would eat with my parents. Buffalo wings as an appetizer is crazy to me nowadays. Yeah. Bro, I'm not going to cap. Since we talking about that, I was at, uh, I think it was Walk-Ons, and they had an appetizer. It was like some crawfish egg rolls. Oh, fire. fire. I know exactly what you're talking about. Fire. fire. Yeah. Fire. I'm going to get some of them shits tonight. That's the Bro. And I was, I was hesitant to get it, but the chick was like, Talking about it with some little deal going on or some shit. Amazing. Like, you know Fuck it. I might as well. Those egg rolls were precious. I feel bad for niggas that never visited like Louisiana. South Louisiana. Yep. 
Because they missing out on some shit. Some bro. good food. But yeah, so you calamari. I'm uh spinach and artichoke dip. I also like a good popcorn shrimp if they got it. Yeah. Like I'm 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 always about the good oh and uh but being that I'm from Louisiana, actually screw popcorn shrimp. I'm going with fried crab claws. I know you know about That's them fire. shit. That's, That's fire. my shit. That's fire, bro. Yeah, I just like crab claws, period. Same hidden, bro. No, one thousand percent. Doom, tell the people they can find you on social media. Glad to have you my back, my brother. I uh, appreciate that, man. Uh Lil Doom SJ. Hit me up if y'all want to argue any of my points, man. Hit me up on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Y'all be sure to do that and also check out Doom's music on SoundCloud. Right now, let's get into this week's world premiere song from Delta D's. It is his remix of Grease. Let's get into that right now. And after the song, we're going to jump into Bros Who Ball. Show you lots of things, eh? Hopefully, you focusing on me, yeah. Feel like my sweet dog, cause I'm gang brave. Got a laser around my neck, who would get the chain with? Uh, yeah. Now you just need someone to say you special. Cause it's too many times that you've been let go. Can't love no one no more, can't let them get close. Get close. How the fuck I'm supposed to love you from a distance? You was making problems, I was trying to make a difference. Yeah. For 2020, let's hit fast forward Can you do that thing? Move your hips like water Said that you was looking for commitment Could tell by how you all up in my business I could slide through with the quickness Need no witness, no Little mama tell me how long you waited Told you when you need it, you could fall through, baby Last man left, cause you talk too crazy She trying to sway me Wow, 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 got it jumping by myself And a keyboard and a mouse, I'm like a blood that's got a scam Any rapper that said fuck me only ever fuck they self They don't even really come close, how they trying to compare? New shorty and she shade like a bottle Diving in your face first, I'm gonna need goggles Nickname made away, watch how it wobble Watch how it wobble, watch, watch how it wobble oh, 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 Call me, girl, I'm gonna to see you I ain't tryna dog you out, I'm tryna keep you Let me make up for before, for before Now you just need someone to say you special Cause it's too many times that you've been let go Can't love no one no more, can't let them get close, get close Alright ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the pod want to say shout out to Delta D's. Y'all be sure when he drops his new single, Grease, y'all be sure to check that out. It was fire. He remixed the Drake leak song. Super dope. But joining me as always, it's time for bros who ball to the bottom, Mr. Adam Shuby. And then to my, see, when I did it last time, when I did this, it pointed this way because I think it's doing my reflection. So maybe if I do this way to my left, Justin Baptiste, hopefully it really points the right way. But how you fellas doing? I'll start off with you, Shuby. How you doing, brother? Hey, man, it's all confusing to me because I don't see your view. I'm like, <laughs> I'm over here, and or you're over here, and he's over here. So, you know, yeah, I'm doing all right, man. Hopefully it'll work out. I'm, I'm ready for sports. I think we got soccer this weekend. Yeah, man, hopefully it comes through. But each day as more corona cases come out in Florida, 
the NBA is looking bleaker and bleaker, but hopefully it happens because uh, NBA and TNT is back like everything's coming back. So we shall see. Joining us, as always, Mr. Justin Baptiste. Justin, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I've been, you know, staying safe, staying in, uh, watching the TBT tournament. Yep, wear your mask. Got to wear your mask when you're out in public. Yeah, start, so. Schubert's face, that just says, I know people who aren't wearing masks. <laughs> I wear my mask. <laughs> got to, to, bro. Have to wear that mask. And then I always do. wash your hands after you go somewhere. Got to. I keep hand sanitizer in the car, you dig? Right. But this is not Corona Pod. This is Bros Who Ball. Before we get into the NBA, we are doing the 2005 NBA redraft, as well as I'm going to list off the players who aren't going to the NBA bubble. Me and Adam Schubert have to talk about Patrick Mahomes. Congratulations to you, brother. You just got a 12-year, $450 million contract. Was it 450 Schubert, or 450? It was 500, 504. Ooh, 504. Five, yeah, 504 million. Oh, yeah. 45 oh, it's 503. Five hundred and three millions for ten years, but he has the two that's added on. It's gonna be two through twenty thirty one. Apparently, the cap goes. His contract goes up as the cap goes up. Like in 20- oh really? Yeah, that's what, no facts. And then like during twenty twenty one, he can uh like get his guaranteed money for twenty twenty two. Like it's some weird shit. Like he gets money guaranteed for the year ahead so he always make sure he at, he makes money and also I believe if another NFL quarterback bre- uh, makes over him they're going to restructure it to well he makes more than them but this is some of the activities that he's prohibited from doing once he signed his contract hold on I thought this was pretty funny he he uh he's not allowed to play basketball anymore uh, <laughs> uh like in the park He's not allowed to play baseball anymore. He he can't jet ski. He can't skydive. He can't have a motorcycle. No, uh, nothing like that. This man is all about this money. But do you blame them? I do not because he has the biggest contract in sports. Obviously, it's not fully guaranteed like in baseball or basketball. But he's going to make a lot of that money. I think he got 65 guaranteed. Uh, something like that. Yeah, I, think uh, I mean, he, more than that, honestly. Yeah, it it it, it definitely it's, more than it's, that. It's triple digits, whatever. And it apparently, is. if he gets injured, he can get 141 million guaranteed. Like this is the wildest contract, bro. But Pat Who's deserves the contract it. of all contracts. So, yeah, I mean, he's definitely someone who deserves it, just like Russell Wilson deserves to be right there at number two. They kind of had the same jump starts to their career. You know, both being Super Bowl champions, like second year in. So, um, you know, he's on the trajectory, but just like Russell Wilson and just like, you know, other quarterbacks that have had, you know, high expectations and even quarterbacks with big contracts. The last one I remember is Michael Vick. Um, Doesn't always mean that they're going to win championships. True. Um, And it's definitely going to be hard for the Chiefs to keep up guys like Chris Jones, who they have on the franchise tag this year. Um, Luckily, they – kind of got some discounts at receiver, but you know, how long are you going to be able to have Hill, Kelsey and Sammy Watkins well, on the he same did, roster? He did make it cap friendly for these first couple of years. Cause he has like, he's not making too much money for these first two years. It, it doesn't really start till year three or four. So yeah. they got, they got time to, to uh, win some championships. I think they'll win two, at least minimum two during this deal. Like I'm saying, that's the floor. And I think the ceiling is, you know, 
four I'm, plus. I mean, I think the minimum is one, just because okay. I think it's just so difficult. All right. Um, you know what Tom Brady did is an anomaly. That's what True. We, like I think what we've kind of come accustomed to seeing a quarterback win at win game, season after season after season. But then you have to remember, there's the Joe Flacco of it all. There's the Trent Dilfers. There's, Let me pose you know, a counter. Eli Manning. You know, there's True. there's guys who come out of nowhere. And that's gonna happen. But I will say this: Patrick Mahomes has not lost a game under seven points since he's been playing. He's only lost eight games total, and. It, it, in the games he lost, it wasn't his fault. It was the defense, except against the Indianapolis Colts. So to only lose by seven points in the eight games you've lost in two years, and then the, the year before you should have been to the Super Bowl if Chris Jones makes a sack, I mean... You know, I'm just saying the you know, minimum standards. Like, I do think that he has the potential to win multiple championships and be like, you know, one the of greatest the greatest ever. there ever is. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's, you know, highly likely, but I still, you know, going to hold on at, at, you know, hold off right now because yeah. it's so early and you got guys like Deshaun Watson who are, Lamar Jackson. Might be due, who might be due a championship in his career and same with Lamar Jackson. He might be due a couple in his career. And then look, so. me and Doom were talking about this earlier in the pod, but Jameis Winston and the Saints, baby, the Saints are going to have a good team. If Jameis can get his shit together, <laughs> sky's I mean, the limit. Well, what are you talking about for the future? Yeah. Okay, I was about to say because I mean he's not gonna play this year. No, no, I'm talking about the future. Sean yeah, Payton, I mean, Jameis Winston, Alvin Kamara, and Michael Thomas. I think the Saints made you know a really good pickup with the whole Jameis Winston thing. It's way safer of an option than doing Newton. Taysom Hill. Well, I mean, well that Cam Newton was never gonna work out this year anyway. I think Cam Newton ended up being in the place where he needs. Well, he to needs be. to be. I agree with that as well. Um, but Jameis was a guy who, you know, when you look back at his career, he actually has a lot of upside. He just was in a really flaky situation in Tampa. Exactly. So, you know, give him a little bit of stability. And a real – and a really good coach. Sure. Probably um, the second-best coach in the league. Sure. I mean, I think the fan base, especially at this point, is ready to embrace him. Facts. Um, so, I, I think that, you know, he's got a potential to, to be the guy at the Saints. I'm not going to – Say that he's got a title coming coming to uh, him or anything because there's still a lot James of team a, building. Jameis was a national do. championship winner in Florida State. I'd rather have Jameis than Teddy Bridgewater. No, that's fair. That's <laughs> yeah. definitely fair. Like that, that's where I'm at with it. But congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. You deserve it, my brother. And we should. Well, do you think real quick before we get out of here? I wish Julian was here, but he's in school right now. He'll be back come football season. Does this affect Dak Prescott's contract? I saw the no. national media talking about this, saying Dak's going to ask for more, that this affects Dak. Do you think it does? Because the rank – Well, I up. hope it does because I hope <laughs> the Cowboys give him an absurd contract and then they get stuck. But, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it will. I mean, I think at the end of the day, Dak understands that he's not Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. And, like, what Patrick Mahomes got is a complete anomaly to the rest of the – you know, it's $10 million more than the next guy. Yeah. No one – if anything, you're going to start maybe trying to fill that gap. And that's why I'm thinking, like, over time, I would – I don't know if I'd be a guy who would want to sign a $10 million, but it sounds like it's a really friendly deal. It is. It's friendly to both players. It, it goes Because I'd be cap. worried by the time he gets to, ten, you know, his 10 years that he would be 
not the, the top play, you know, and he top can play re- player. And he, apparently he can restructure it when it gets to later down the line, like mm-hmm. 10 to nine years, they'll restructure it. As well as I believe this is in the clause that if a quarterback gets paid more than him, he can raise it up by one. He can raise up his thing by one. He starts to get guaranteed money from like, let's say it's 2021. He'll get the guaranteed money from 2022 to come in. And then in 2022, he'll get the guaranteed money from 2023. As well as when the cap goes up for the new TV deal, his contract goes up. So it's team friendly to the team as well as to him because honestly, he could have got paid more. He could have been a 50 million a year guy getting damn near 600 million total. You know what I'm like? Yeah. He could have he could have been getting he he could have raked them over the coals, but he got as much as he want he got as much as he deserved with enough to be able to sign people like Tyreek Hill, like we talked about off air. Because that's coming. You know, you know, one thing that I've seen going through the the different shows that I actually thought was an interesting topic of conversation is like who is worth a ten year contract or who is worth like the big deal. And like to bring it back to going into NBA and to bring Justin into the, to the conversation, like is there an NBA guy that, you know, besides like LeBron, you know, maybe a younger guy that would be you would want to commit a ten year deal to? I mean, obviously, I think Zion, Zion. is a guy that you would consider. Luca, but, you know, he has so much like see, in, in, he's injury so concern. Yeah, see, that's yeah. my thing. I, I and I was thinking football, Deshaun, but I I couldn't do it for Deshaun because of his injury concerns as well. Zion, if he shows. Next year that he can play healthy, maybe. But in terms of NBA, the only guys I can see right now guaranteed for 10 years, Luca. Luca and Tatum. Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. Too. He, I mean, he's a rookie, Durant. but he's showing, he's showing some uh, upside to the game. My guys are Luca, Tatum, and Giannis. Well, and my thing with Moran is, like, I feel like at this point, if he has the same kind of career that Lonzo has, it's a, it's a successful career. True. You know, and I think that they kind of have like the same kind of style coming out, even though Jaw I think is a little bit more of a Better playmaker, shooter. a little bit more flashy. Yeah. Yeah. True. Also, super, super excited. We might as well transition into basketball. Super excited that Lonzo and, and both Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram said that they are committed to New Orleans. They want to resign here. They want to play their careers here with Zion Williamson. Zion says he wants to play with them. That's great news for a big three for the Pelicans for the future. That's like having those three dudes commit. And if the three on the football side can work out with Jameis, Michael Thomas, and Alvin Kamara, New Orleans is going to be arguably the best sports town in the country. Maybe. Yeah. It, sound, it's, it, it sounds good. And they had a good season once. Uh, they were having a, a good, good season before Zion came. But once Zion came, they looked even better. And so then, I, and then I, talking about the last 15, when Lonzo started to really, like, when he was fully healed and he was really ready gearing, Lonzo was going 28, 8, and, like, 20, 20 points, 8 assists, and 8 rebounds. Like, right. that's all-star shit from him. And then Brandon Ingram was an all-star. Zion, to me, is rookie of the year. And if he makes the Pelicans go to the playoffs, he rookie of the year. Sorry, John Morant. That's a big three competing with Luka Doncic and Christoph Porzingis for Western Conference supremacy for the next 10 years. Yeah, also uh, also Lonzo is showing improvement. His shot's getting better. Like you said, Brandon Ingram is an all-star. And I think Lonzo – I think uh, I think Zion is kind of, you know, he's there he, as far as, as dominance. And Ingram, Ingram is showing his dominance now. I think it's next Lonzo. Lonzo's Lonzo showing his dominance, yeah. So like, I think it's a bright future. 
I think Zion's going to be the go-to guy, but come fourth quarter, it's Brandon Ingram's time, start being clutch money. He's the closer. And I think if Lonzo can be the facilitator and, like, fill in some of the gaps points-wise, but be the star on defense, kind of how Drew Holiday was in the past, it's going to be amazing. And, and I think I said this earlier in the pod, and I want to see if y'all agree with me. Lonzo saying he wants to resign makes so much sense to me because there's no other place where Lonzo can go to where – his teammate will maximize his ability as much as Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. Those are the two perfect people for his career, especially Zion, to maximize his ability. Lonzo's throwing half-court passes, full-court for alley-oops, getting assists out out of nowhere because Zion just hustles. I mean, this is their time to become the next Paul and Griffin. Yeah, and and honestly better. Honestly, a better big three because they had – DeAndre Jordan and J.J. Redick. To me, this is an original big three. This isn't like the Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett. This isn't like LeBron, D-Wade, and Bosh. This is a legit uh, fourth-quarter closer mixed with this freak-of-nature athlete mixed with this amazing playmaker. It, it, it's going to be something special to see in New Orleans. But to answer your question, 10 years, Luka and Tatum. J, uh, Justin, do you have any more people? You'd give a 10-year deal. Oh, and Giannis. I said, uh, I said Tatum. And right now, I think John Moran, even though he's, it's just his first year, I, I, I can see him being a, a 10-year guy. Schubert, you got any, anybody else? I mean, I would consider Booker. I just wouldn't consider Booker. it for the Suns. Okay. Like, you know, let's say, like, I mean, I feel like the Booker, Knicks, if he was on a – They're saying he might go to the Knicks. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if Booker was on a team that was a contender, he'd be a guy that we'd be talking about more. It's just that he's the only guy on his team. You know, I guess maybe DeAndre Ayton is kind of good. but yeah. They're saying he's looking to go to your team, brother, and I know that would make you ecstatic. I don't know, man. I don't even know if I can even support those guys anymore, dude. They're just, such a, they're just so trash. I mean, like, what? Do you, you disagree? Like, No, I was – look, I was and, on – like, even as, like – people like or as an organization like you know i just you know i can't get Shitty. behind that guy no i'm with you and look I, they were on the twitter i mean their instagram page was in a versus battle which is the swiss beats led competition where he picks one artist and another artist and they play their catalog and then the crowd picks who wins. the knicks was in there talking about yeah we're in here showing support versus blah 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 and i literally commented but y'all couldn't say anything about black lives matter but y'all are in, in this versus talking about uh, Jada Kiss has the most fire verse, and everybody in there were like, "Oh, get them, the Knicks! The Knicks are trash! <laughs> get their ass out of here!" And they they almost kicked them out, but they like the Knicks called Instagram or some shit. They were just you know, I think like, I mean, I I think that at this point, I, people would much rather see the Bulls come back than the Knicks. True. I, I, I want I want to see more teams like get uh, a idea of going to the bulls I mean, we might see ad go there so yeah. also we saw also it's been people were talking i saw like a major news reporter a media people and, and it started a conversation to move the pelicans to the east that would sure. be fucking amazing them or the grizzlies move one of them to the east hopefully it's the pelicans over memphis definitely that'd be great if- like- well, who would you move to the west the bucks yeah move the bucks to the west because they're closer to the West. I want to see the Pelicans in, in the East. That would be nice. It would them, dominate. Hey. <laughs> it, would, it would be them versus Tatum. And I'd, and I'd take the Pelicans' chances over Tatum and, and Jalen Brown versus Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, and Zion. All I'm saying, if the Pelicans went to the East, they would probably go to the finals 
almost every year. <laughs> it would I think, be. I honestly, be I close. think Brian is as dominant is almost as dominant as LeBron. Like he he's showing that type of dominance. Look, as, as long as he stays healthy and and his body's in shape, like that picture showed. Oh, he's going to be unstopped. That man looked like a monster. He said, I'm no longer a teen, baby. I'm 20. Let's go, kid. Let's go. Show us what's up. He said he's making the playoffs this year. Him, him, Lions on B.I. said they're confident in the team. They think they're making the playoffs, and they, are, they're, they feel like they have a great team for years to come. Doom was talking about how J.J. Redick on his podcast says he feels like this team could be not only good but dominant, and J.J. Redick has been on some good teams. Also, yeah, you know, JJ also, made that. They made, JJ made Zion make him the promise to get the playoffs. Facts. I heard that. I heard that. But also, Josh Hart. Josh Hart. Unso- yeah. He can play some ball too. Look, Josh Hart is gonna be. Josh Hart's gonna be a glue guy for this team. Like Josh Hart might not start. He he could start or he couldn't. It, either way, Josh Hart's gonna be responsible to come in and knock down threes and play great defense. And that's what yeah. we need. And then don't let uh, Jackson Hayes and Nikhil Alexander-Walker turn out to be good. They're going to be good young stars, too. That's what I'm saying. If they turn out to be just decent players, that's great. And then that, and that guy coming over from Brazil, he's talking major shit on the internet. Didi, Didi said a man coming to New Orleans. So let Didi come and start being a, a shooter baller. We, huh? Let The Pelicans will be good, man. But let's talk real quick before the uh, – the, the redraft, we have some players who aren't coming to Orlando, and I think this does affect certain teams. We'll talk about how this affects them once I say every player that's not coming. Torian Prince for the Brooklyn Nets, not going. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie for the Brooklyn Nets, not going. I don't know how Brooklyn plays. The Nets but are done. Yeah, the Nets, Nets are fucking done. Bradley Beal for the Washington Wizards, not going. The Wizards are done. Uh, Victor Oladipo for the Pacers aren't going. That makes the Pacers' chances very, very bleak. DeAndre Jordan for the Brooklyn Nets, not going. Avery Bradley for the Lakers, not going. Davis Bertans for the Wizards, not going. Trevor Ariza for the Portland Trailblazers is huge, not going. Willie Cauley-Stein for the Dallas Mavericks. Wilson Chandler for the Brooklyn Nets, not going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tabo Cephalosha for Houston, not going. Zaire Smith for Philly, not going. Kyrie, of course, not going. Justice Winslow is undecided, and mm-hmm. which I don't think he'll go for Memphis, which I think affects them. So out of all of these teams besides the Nets, because obviously it affects the Nets, I feel like this affects Portland and Indiana the most. Would y'all agree? Because, like, having I mean, not, I, not, not having Trevor Reese is kind of big for Portland since Rodney Hood's out. Those are, those are uh, good ones, but mine is, mine is Zara Smith and Avery Bradley. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley's <laughs> huge for the Lakers. Yeah, those are two championship teams, and I think it's it's hard to win a championship. And I think you know chemistry is the biggest thing, and just just losing someone is 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 hard. So I think probably those two are, in my in my opinion, the biggest. Uh, Actually, I I'm gonna take it back. I agree with you. I'm gonna add Avery Bradley, Trevor Ariza, and Victor Oladipo are the two big are the three biggest ones in my opinion. Zaire Smith, yeah, he's supposed to add shooting, but they still have Josh Richardson. They still have uh. Was that guy Alex Burks? But that is big. No, you're absolutely right. I, I look. They were talking about this on national media that Portland has a shot to. If Portland makes it, they have a shot to beat the Lakers. Huh, I'm saying if 
if the Pelicans make it, they have a shot to beat the Lakers with Avery Bradley being gone because Avery Bradley's huge, man. That's their shooting guard. Now they're going to be forced to play Caruso more. They're going to be forced to play Rondo more. And that's something that they do not want to do. Schubert, who do you think this affects the most? I think I think I have to agree with you guys. Um, you know, I think it's kind of trash that the Nets and the Wizards are, are just done. Are just done because, like, yeah, you know, it's just kind of a waste of of those games. But Back. you know, the Pacers. They had know, a shot. Oladipo, I mean, they had a shot, but it makes sense because Oladipo was coming off an injury, and they really didn't have the shot. And, like, and, you know, and since the league's gonna start again in Christmas, it's like. He might as well just rest up until it next season and so where they can make a real push. Yeah, like I, I totally understand that one. Yeah, I'm not mad at Oladipo. Um, and I'm not mad at Beal either because Beal was hurt too. Yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't even want to be there. So exactly. I don't blame him. Yeah, he needs to just dip. Yeah, but – Yeah, the rest can be good for uh, for those type – those two players. Victor no. and – 100%. I agree with that. Let's get to the 2005 draft redraft. Schubert's picking first. I'm picking second. Justin's picking third. We did some rock, paper, scissors before. <laughs> he did not get cheated. <laughs> Chill out. All right, Schubert. With the, this is the Chris Paul, Darren Williams, Lou Williams, Charlie Villanueva, Andrew Bynum, Danny Granger, Andrew Bogut draft. So, Schubert, with the first pick, you're picking for the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, just for the fun of it, I want to see what – Milwaukee's working with. Yeah, go ahead. Oh man, they got my boy. They got my boy Mo Williams at uh, point guard. I don't know. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I'm just kidding. No, I, you got to pick Chris Paul. I mean, he's the best player in the draft. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. There's nothing, not much we need to talk about. Chris Paul has proven that he's amazing. He's proven that he his career has been long. He showed that he did amazing stuff for the Hornets back then. This is the right pick. The interesting thing is before Chris Paul, before Darren Williams kind of fell off with the Nets, I thought that Darren Williams was a better play. All right, let me not say that. I I like Darren Williams more as a point guard over Chris Paul before Darren Williams fell off, back when he was Utah Jazz Darren Williams with Carlos Boozer. Justin, is that crazy? No, definitely not. I mean, back in the day, Darren Williams, he was like that. He was lights out, man. He was great. Like – so, I really liked Darren Williams back then. It was those two, really, Chris Paul and Darren Williams. And then Chris Paul just kept going and Darren Williams it just fell kind of, off. Just fell, it just fell off. No, but, 100%. I agree with that. Well, two good players. No, and, and with that being said, with the second pick out of the Atlanta Hawks, this is right before uh, they get Al Horford and they pick up those Florida, their Florida homies. I'm going second. See, this is tough because right now they have. Zaza, Josh Smith, they're, I believe, one year away from getting Al Horford, if I'm not mistaken. And then they get Kyle Korver. I'm going to go with Darren Williams. I'm going to draft Darren Williams second. I think he's the second best player in this draft. So, yeah, I'm going Darren Williams. And imagine if you get Al Horford, Kyle Korver, and Paul Millsap with, with Darren Williams instead of Carlos Boozer, they might win a championship. That's, that's a good one. Yep. Maybe. All right, Justin, what you got third with the Utah Jazz? I got Lou Will. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. A second-round pick in this draft. So, (laughs) Lou Will has shown that he may stand the test of time. He's Lou Will, a super baller. I'm going to ask why Lou Will over 
Danny Granger because I think if Danny Granger was in a different situation and doesn't get injured, Danny Granger is this Brandon Roy type. Like, Danny Granger was Paul George before Paul George. And yeah. He was a baller. That is, that is very true, but I'm going off of health. So For sure. I get that. If, he, if it wasn't health, I mean, if Danny Granger was still playing, he, he would probably be my next pick. But, yeah. You no. Know, Make it to he, he never I, I like a, I've never seen him make it to that that type of level. He was getting there, but he was yeah. He had more room to grow. Because if he didn't get injured, him and Paul George could have maybe beat LeBron in the Heat. Like they were like Danny Granger was. That was a good team. That's what I'm like. Danny Granger was a baller. If him and Roy, if him and Brandon Roy don't get injured, those two guys become superstars. But right. Schubert, you're on the clock. Fourth pick, New Orleans Hornets. All right, for the Hornets, I think that you got to go with the guy you just mentioned, Danny Granger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they would be so great. I would love to have Danny in New Orleans. Yeah, I but, think he would have stuck around too. But they had a horrible training staff, so hopefully he doesn't get injured because <laughs> that would be a waste of Danny Granger. All right, I'm on the clock next with the Charlotte Bobcats. Charlotte Bobcats took Raymond Felton at the time. They needed a point guard. Legend. Someone, someone to – uh. Initiate the 2K12 legend, bro. <laughs> I, used, I used to, like, make Lyndon, you know, I used to actually beat him in 2K with, like, the Knicks of 2012. Bro, Schubert, you talking about it at Millsaps? Yeah, like, I may have gotten at least, you know, a few games in there with Knicks. Maybe one. <laughs> like, you didn't be, I could count Dude, the number of times that you beat was, me on my hand. I beat you like, more times than you beat me. It was Ray Felton, you know, Iman Shumpert. J.R. Smith, Mello. Mello. Literally, yeah, we now, Schubert, I'll give you this. You beat me in Madden, but I beat you more times in uh, 2K, so that's a fact. All right, with my next draft pick, the Charlotte Bobcats need a point guard slash scorer. I'm going with Monte Ellis to go to the Hornet, to go to the Bobcats. I think if Lou Will, Darren Williams, Chris Paul are off the board, Monte Ellis is the next best guard. He had a lot of great years. He showed with the Believe team that he could make things happen. He is a solid, solid player. And if Steph Curry doesn't go to that team, Monte Ellis finishes his career as Golden State. But Steph Curry came and took over his spot. So I'm going Monte Ellis to the Charlotte Bobcats to give Michael Jordan probably his best player besides Kimball Walker. Okay. That's a good, good pick. That's a good pick. So I'm next with Portland, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh... I'm going with, with C.J. Miles. Ooh, C.J. Miles. Okay. Over David Lee and Marcin Gortat and Bynum. You're yeah. going for a solid role player. Yeah, they, it, it, it looked like they needed a, needed a guard at the time because they, they drafted Martel Webster. Who is kind of the dude. I yeah. Mean, yeah. He was good in high school, but I mean, he's, his pro career didn't pan out. No, 100%. I'm not mad at that pick. Yeah. Art, Schubert, you're on the clock with Toronto. Who are you going with? Uh, I think I got to go with David Lee, man, for Toronto. Uh, for the Knicks? I mean, for Toronto? Yeah. I'm not mad at that. David Lee had a great career. He was a solid player, and he can get He's you. He's better than Charlie Villanueva. Yep, and I, what, David Lee could get you 20 and 10, I think. I'm pretty sure. But his stats were kind of like empty stats. It never really conduced to winning. So, no. but, but hopefully it, it leads them to winning. I'm on the clock next with uh the New York Knicks. They took... They took a – who did they take in this pick? They took a Channing, Channing Fry. So they needed a center. 
And I believe they end up taking uh, Nate Robinson later in this draft. So if they need and a and David Lee and David Lee. So I think I'll go with they need a center a. Because it's interesting, Marcin Gortat had a great career and is still playing, but Andrew Bynum gives them a lot of good years. You mix that with Melo eventually. Yeah, I'm going Andrew Bynum for the Knicks just because I think five years of Bynum is better than 15 years of Marcin Gortat. That's fair. So I'm going with – yeah, I'm going with Andrew Bynum. All right. Justin, you're on the clock with the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to go with Channing Fry. Ooh, nice. Solid. Stretch shooter. Golden State gives him a, a, a solid role player. I'm not mad at that pick. Schubert, you're on the clock with the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers, really? Yep. They were pretty good back then. They had Kobe and all that. That was when they took Bynum. Yeah. And they, and they matched Bynum with uh, – with uh, Paul Gasol, Lamar Odom, and they go in um, their and championship like, later. Dude, they had Luke Walton. What a what a baller. Mm-hmm. That was that, that, was that squad, Sasha Vujicic. No, 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 no. This is to, uh, 2005. They, were, they weren't good this year, that, uh, that, that year. No, this, was the, this is the year where they draft Bynum leading up to them being good. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. A bo- yeah. I can't believe Bogut's still on the board and nobody took Bogut yet. No, not, not yet. I don't know. I don't know if I want to take Bogut. <laughs> Bogut was solid, bro. Um, For the Lakers, you put Bogut with Gasol. That's not bad. I might have to. <laughs> I can't really see who else would be worth it. At least for that team. Um, yeah, since see, they took Bayern, I mean, I'll go Bogut. You're going Bogut. All right. Not not bad at that. That's uh, I'm glad you chose Bogut. That was the the right pick to make at that time. Okay, I'm trying to see for me if there's any did Jameer Nelson go in this draft or was this the year before? I think this was the year. I don't think he's in this draft. No, he's not in this draft. Okay. This is tough because they took a forward center and Orlando was trying to get a big man to back up uh to back up Dwight. So I guess at this pick, because they have a lot of guards, they have Jameer, they have Hito Turgalu. I don't want to take a point guard because I would take Nate Robinson, but I don't think it's time for Nate. I still think it's a little too early. David Lee's off the board. CJ Miles is off the board. Actually, you know what? I'm going to add, instead of a, a center, I'm going to add a stretch four to match with Hito Turgalu. Uh, Jameer Nelson to give them more shooting to add around Dwight Howard to make them really sh- to make them really all about the three point shot. I'm going Ersan Ilyasova for the Orlando Magic. I like that pick. Yeah, yeah, that was where I was thinking of going next. Yeah, I'm going Ersan Ilyasova. I think that's the best player available, and I think he makes the Magic really good. So, Justin, you're on the clock with the Clippers. The Clippers took somebody from Russia. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not picking him. <laughs> I'm pick. I'm going go with Gerald Green. Solid, solid. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Schubert's guy from from Alabama. Yeah. Oh no, no, that's he's, not. No, no, he's no. from Texas, bro. Yeah, no, I'm I'm thinking of Jared Wallace. Yeah. That's Gerald. your guy from Bama, huh, Schubert? Uh yeah, Jared Wallace. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. All right, Schubert, you're on the clock with for the Charlotte Bobcats. 
yeah, for the Bobcats, since they didn't get Ray Felton, I'm gonna get a get them uh, Nate Robinson. Ah, solid, solid. That adds a good point guard for them. I'm not mad at that. Okay, now it's me, and then we have I'm picking for the Timberwolves. Justin picks for the Nets, and then Schubert takes the last pick at 16. So for the T-Wolves at the time, the T-Wolves took a guard in Rashad McCants. They were looking for, like, a shooting guard, someone to – a shooting guard slash point guard to get them points. Man, it's real slim pickings now. Now we're picking real, real slim pickings. I'm trying to see if I can muster a good pick. Amir Johnson's probably one of the best players left. Uh – Jared Jack's probably one of the best players left. You got Brennan Bass. Yeah, Brennan Bass is a forward, though. No one um, picked right? He was, uh, he was from LSU. Anyone pick, pick Felton? Raymond Felton? Uh, yeah, Schubert picked. No, we been, Raymond Felton been going. All right, yeah, I'm going Jared Jack for the Timberwolves, the best guard available. It's really slim pickings now. All right, Justin, who you got at pick 15 for the New Jersey Nets? I'm going Marvin Williams. Mm. Solid. I Solid. can't believe Morgan William, Marvin Williams snuck by. He's a he's a quality shooter. Yeah, he's decent. Yeah. He went early in the draft. He did. He went a little too early. Yeah. He went second. Darren Williams and Chris Paul right. should have should have been first and second. <laughs> like Marvin Williams went second to Atlanta. If Atlanta would have took Chris Paul or Darren Williams, them they might have won, like we said, won some championships. In the East, too. Exactly. All right, Schubert, with the last pick, you got Toronto. Who you going with? It's super mm-hmm. slim pickings. You could go Jan Mahimi. You could go. I'll, I'll give them who they got already, Charlie Villanueva. Because uh, he had some time in the league. Yeah, he did. Charlie Villanueva was a baller for some point in time. I was going to say Amir Johnson might be a better pick, though. Yeah, that's actually probably correct. And he actually had a good career in Toronto. And he's still playing. Yeah, you should go with yeah. Amir Johnson. All right, I'll do Amir Johnson. Lyndon helping out, Schubert. But that's our redraft for this one. 2005, kind of a weak year compared to some of these others. After Chris Paul and Darren Williams, it really goes downhill. Like, it's, it goes Chris Paul, Darren Williams, Lou Will, and then just spiraling out of control. But solid, solid draft, boys. Next week, we will do another one. We'll probably... I'll get Justin to pick the year for that one, and then he'll get first pick, and Schubert will get second. I'll get third. So, But, Justin, tell the people they can find you on social media. Yeah, so you guys can uh, find me on all social media platforms, JustinBatiste22, and also uh, Yep, read- the draft is coming up. Be ready. Read about some draft talk. I'll be mm-hmm. uh, some blog posts about certain players. Check those out. You know. Super solid. Schubert. <laughs> Tell the people they can find you at on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ashubert 14 And uh, you can listen to the Bros Who Binge podcast and also listen to Run It Back on Friday. Yes, sir. No new Bros Who Binge podcast this yeah. week. We will be back Monday reviewing Old Guard, starting book two of Avatar Rewatch. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol as well. Talking all Lots about of this, trailers. a lot of DC fake news that Umberto cleared up. A lot yeah. of stuff we got to discuss. Bros Who Binge is going to be heavy next week, so be on the lookout for that. But like Schubert said, this Friday, we have our second episode of Run It Back featuring Schubert, myself, and Krissa. We're reviewing the Cowboy Bebop movie, which is super, super dope for our second movie. And then be on the lookout because once Run It Back gets to its fourth episode, we're going to start bringing in other 
forms of movies like westerns, action, just basically live action movies. So if you want a little flair for what that's going to be like, be sure to check out Run It Back this Friday. Also, check out the most recent episode of Anime Talk on YouTube now. It'll be out on all audio platforms by the end of the weekend. Be sure to check out... um, no, I guess that's it. Yeah, and check out all the old episodes of the Bros Who Think podcast and everything that we've put out. But I want to say thank you to all of our new fans on Twitter. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the community. Chat with Justin. Chat with Schubert. Chat with Brooklyn. Chat with Doom. Chat with any of the bros. You are family now, and we are so glad to have you. If you want to tell Justin that his basketball takes suck, if you want to tell Schubert that his movie takes are, are booty, come tell them. They're going to respond. They will talk and we will start a discussion. We want to have debates, conversations. If you want to recommend Justin a movie, if you want to recommend Schubert a TV show, let us know. We want to have these conversations. You are part of the family. You are now our bros. This is our community. Let's make it strong. Welcome to all the new fans on YouTube. We're more than welcome to have you. and We're super excited. Also, if you listen on audio platforms, these podcasts are on YouTube. So if you want to see our pretty faces and our reactions, you can check us out on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And we just want to say thank you, thank you to everyone who's joined the community and thank you to everyone who's been here. We've really got some good stuff planned for you guys in the future. But until next Thursday, you guys have a good one for Justin, for Schubert, for uh, Doom, and myself. Be safe, wear your mask. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Until then, peace!